forever. Dog. Warning. The following Hauntcast is part two of our annual Haunted Mansion tradition. Last year we spent over two hours and didn't even make it inside the mansion. What will we devote our time to today? 20 minutes on the shade of house paint, 30 minutes on the butler's outfits, 45 minutes on the location of the Haunted Mansion toilets. You'll just have to see. It's Haunted Mansion Part 2 on Hauntcast, The Fright. Welcome once again to Hauntcast The Fright, the Screen Park podcast hosted by three headless men in their 30s. I'm Rod Scaredner, joined by Mike Coffinson and Jason Skeleton. Uh, we got some feedback from last week about the names. Um, somebody correctly pointed out that Lindsay Cat's Eye could have easily been Lindsay Slay Tie. That and is I have good. To say yeah. that I agree with that in the heat of the moment. Uh, you know, you you toss stuff out. I thought Cat's Eye was a real good solve, I thought. But Slay Tie, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, as part of this, somebody also pointed out that it that Jason could be Slayson. So I just wanted to put that on the table. Okay. If you want it. Uh, because you should have agency in your own scary name. Um, but that's up that's up to you. I'll sleep on it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we got till next year because this is the last year. one. This is the last one. <laughs> well, the, well, well, we're there's... doing more on the second gate. Um, a little more, I'll say, haunted mansion related, mm-hmm. and I don't want to say more than that. So, mm-hmm. uh, patreoncom slash podcast ride, and you'll hear a little bit more. Um, <laughs> but uh, there's a real aura of foreboding on that one. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> See if you can figure it out. Um, but anyway, yeah, we're we're they we're plowing through it because we got live shows to do, y'all. Next, we're we're hitting the road, and I think as you hear this. Uh, I forget Orlando for sure. You could still do if you're if you've been thinking about it. Yes, pull the trigger. Come see us in Orlando on uh, October twenty fourth. Uh, you if you if you're listening on the day this has come out, mm-hmm. you can still make it to Chicago. Oh, yes, yeah, tomorrow. Chicago yeah. is tomorrow. If you're listening Friday, whatever the date is, the eighteenth. Oh, I right. believe this is out the Friday the eighteenth. That's correct. And if you're jumping on it day one. Yeah. And you're in Chicago, then why would you not come say hello? You got to come. Yes. Um, fun stuff in store. We're excited. Um, but we and we have there's so many like, you know, we're navigating. There's Hauntcast the Fright. There's the tour. We're, we're, we, we've been shipping away at the downtown Disney ordeal. There's so many mini franchises and little tasks within the podcast that we're worried about. But now we are back to our slowest go of yes. a franchise within the show we are here at haunted mansion 2 haunted mansion part 2 as we have said because uh in the spirit of halloween we will discuss the haunted mansion every once a year every year because mm-hmm. i mean i think it started a lot of things started as like oh wouldn't that be funny and then we thought on it and it's like well i think it is probably the ride with the most text text subtext the stuff yes. there's so much where i'm overwhelmed where i'm looking at doom buggies the website and i don't even like there's I so have, much about individual rooms who knows where to begin i have the most amount of notes i may have ever taken this is number one in the series bigger number, than hard rock park 
Uh, it's possible because wow. what happened was I started following. Uh, I, I started at like Doom Buggies and some other Haunted Mansion websites and every time there was a thread, I was like, let me see how far I can follow this historical thread before I start to lose my mind. Wow. Wow. Um, yeah. So if you're listening to this just for and you haven't listened to last year's Haunted Mansion. Yeah, let's recap a little. Yeah, I was just going to say like maybe actually go back and listen to that one first. Yeah. That mm -hmm. might actually be sometimes I joke that you need to listen to like all the city walk. I think maybe listen to the first Haunted I, Mansion. I think so because last or the not, first year was mostly about the genesis and creation of the ride. It's a very long birth, a very long run up and creation and so, yeah, by so the ver many versions of versions the ride, of the ride and different narratives tons that of didn't people make involved. It. The World's Fair delaying it, Walt's death uh, uh, delaying it this is and we're talking about the disneyland version and that building the exterior of the ride sat there with no ride for six almost years, a, yeah, years. Yeah. long like time an actual abandoned haunted house it sat empty so the idea yeah the idea would you be just walking around disneyland and you'd be like well, there's the house there, the mystery, mysterious house, and then all of a sudden, I can go in the house, finally? <laughs> yeah, people yep. must have assumed that was just a facade. Right. Uh, have you guys seen Julio Torres's uh, stand-up special? Uh, no. My Favorite Shapes. He has a, oh, there's a whole bit, a bit, oddly, we haven't talked about this in the show, he did his whole bit about um, how you can't go in Daisy's house at, <laughs> um, in Mickey's Toontown. Right. And his, like, fantasy dream of what, like, he just, it, it being off, like, he was so upset that you could not go into Daisy's house. But this, the Haunted Mansion must have seemed like... Daisy's house. One of those. Yeah, there is no thing in here. So when it opens in 69, uh, it's, it's a huge deal. It is a ride. As we all know, it's a ride. Mm -hmm. And this is the goal that I want to throw out to you guys. We've talked about this off air. Let's talk about it on air. I want to get on the ride in this it's, episode. Oh, I we're don't getting know. on the ride. Uh, yes. Jason and I are a little bit more skeptical that we're going to make it all to the rest. Because last year we got kind of to the door, but we realized we forgot a lot of the graveyard. We got to the gate. We got, oh, got to, to the, the gate. gate. Excuse me, you're right. You're and right. I we got to the front gate. So if you're gate. thinking about us, we were walking on the gate. Well, on the sign. We were walking. Yeah, we were walking to the ride and on the way discussing all the different versions that were going to happen. So sure. history origins. I will say yeah. I will. I, I will guarantee that we'll get to the front door of the mansion and we'll yes. see how far inside we get. We might not yeah. get in the door. I don't know. I'm not going to. I will. Again, the I most not substance maybe I will, of I any attraction. I will say this. I will make a vow. I will not artificially delay. I will not try to sure. tangent any more than a normal episode. I like episode. that I suggested that we talk about the ride that's our topic and that what followed was, well, well I, don't know, I, don't know, I don't know if I can maybe... I mean, I it's, mean it's unfortunately... once a year, every year, if you thought this was going to be a speedy endeavor, <laughs> no, I think you could not. build a mansion in faster uh, <laughs> time. And we're only talking about Disneyland version. We still yeah, have... That's another rule because like, I agree. I got overwhelmed in terms of differences. Yeah, too much. Let's leave that off. To put I, it to also just a side note, I was I was I, like, uh, let me go back and listen to what we were talking about last year, uh, just to make sure we don't like repeat a lot. And this is how this this shows you the difference a year makes that we were making a joke about future president Michael Avenatti. <laughs> <laughs> That's where Remember we were at that? in October 2018. Gone. Yeah. Disappeared. Yeah. Avenatti feels like... I was thinking how if you told me that Michael Avenatti came and went and played out in like 2011, I'd believe it. Mm -hmm. That's how the pace of the news cycle and the exhaustion of the Trump era is like... Yeah, was he from... Was Avenatti from 2002? What is he again? Yeah, right. Exactly. Can I do one wow. for 2019? Oh, just uh, yeah, put kind of a bookmark sure. in the year. Yeah. Uh, President John Delaney, right, folks? There we go. 
We will well, forget about him that within already. I forgot about months. that already. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah, we'll see where we're at. Also, we'll I, a little time capsule. I feel like the Haunted Mansion episode is maybe our least funny episode because I feel like we were just fact, fact, fact. Let's talk more. I felt that too. Well, let's take that pressure off. We don't need to. <laughs> let's we don't have need fun. To. We're a comedy podcast. Yeah, right. Let's have some funnies. Sure. That's why sure. thinking of Avenatti is important to okay. remember yeah. the good times. Uh, now, I don't remember him or what he was, but... Uh, he was his the guy, name makes me smile. He's not the mooch that I know, but he's the guy that's like looks stressed outside, getting a phone call. He kept saying but he was going to sue people. He's he was Stormy's a lawyer. lawyer. Stormy's lawyer. Stormy feels like forever ago. Stormy too. feels like forever ago. Yeah, Boy. Mm. So, I think I'm actually I was I was misremembering who he was. We're going to Stormy we're gonna, Daniels' lawyer, of course. Yeah, we're going to be still be doing this in 2026 and talking about the deep into third term Trump. Yeah. Like but with our comparing of notes is going to be much greater. Now we're talking about like what's what's currently happening. Castro's running for president, and in twenty twenty six will be like, well, uh, you know, Baltimore's gone. Trump, um, yeah, you Trump. are arrested if you sell share streaming service uh, passwords. Trump had his brain implanted in a a young person's head, <laughs> and like he's like a young handsome Trump now, but he's got the same old brain as Trump, and but he's the body president. is starting to curve. Well, yeah, like, so the, it's the like, hair is starting to rot imagine like a something a 20 something hunk with trump's brain so it's obviously so still trying to like stand in that odd still way the gesture still a big puff out but yeah um, it's like yeah. uh uh the wolf boy in twilight what's his name <laughs> that handsome boy it's a wolf um, boy uh you know yeah, what I'm talking about. That, yeah i know taylor lautner taylor, taylor, thank lautner. You, taylor lautner he will look Where like taylor lautner go? yeah i don't know but he's gonna be we're gonna use his body for trump <laughs> trump is gonna <laughs> trump has sold uh three states to saudi arabia mm -hmm. and they're in the process of picking which ones they want it, and, it, they don't have to all be next to each other they could be sure. spread out and he's they're gonna actually take the state somehow they're gonna remove they're it, gonna from, remove the, it from, the, from the united states and move it maybe over. just be floating near <sighs> that's actually cool and all that's the trump, cool yeah, actually, yeah, all like the trump <laughs> maniacs are like we love sharia law now we love it <laughs> mr trump thank you for sharia law mr trump that, yeah. it's tidy it's organized you know mm -hmm. um well watch every prediction come exactly true yeah um, and sure. by that point we will have like well no we can't we have to talk we can't talk about floating leota we haven't gotten mm -hmm. past still leota yet right It'll, i mean that's coming all that's coming <laughs> sure. so, all right, so, so let's well, get in the game i would like said, to start yes so i would like to start with an example of one of the threads i started to follow okay <laughs> which uh so the sign yeah. The sign outside of the fa Haunted Mansion. Mike, you have a replica of this. Yeah, it's right this over famous there. Sitting oh, on right. a thing. I need to hang it up Sculpted still. Sculpted sign. Uh, I, we, we just, I think at the very end, we're like, we like that sign. Mm, I wanted to know more about the sign. And I started at Doom Buggies and then ended uh, at the history of some landmarks and the LA Times archives. Um so that sign was sculpted by uh, a Disney employee named Chris Muller Jr. He also did the giant squid in 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Mm -hmm. And he did the smaller squid in 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. <laughs> uh, sculpted a number of the Jungle Cruise animals. Mm -hmm. And in pop culture uh, uh, history, he sculpted the... Uh, mask and hands of the creature from the Black Lagoon, the original creature from the Black Whoa. Lagoon. All right. That's pretty cool. So it Whoa. goes that's even further. The designer of the creature from the Black La uh, Lagoon was a um, 
the costume was designed by a woman named Millicent Patrick, who happened to be one of Disney's first female animators. Mm-hmm. Designed the costume of Creature from the Black Lagoon? Designed the costume Whoa. from the Creature from the Black Lagoon. She was also an actress and an artist. Her father is uh, a man named Camille Charles Rosie. Now, this is where I hit my first oddball speed bump. I found... Uh, an incorrect fact on Doom Buggy's website. They said that <laughs> Rosie is the architect behind Hearst Castle. He is not. He was a construction manager at Hearst Castle and helped design some of the interiors because he got friendly with uh, William Randolph Hearst. The designer of Hearst Castle, the architect behind it, was a woman named Julia Morgan, who was the first female architect in California. So give her her credit Doom buggies. So, now, oh, you're circles, calling out Doom what buggies. What you found out is that Doom buggies has incorrect information. Yes, I did. And that is what a lot of this episode is going to be about. That is it's correcting of, the Doom buggies website. But this now this did circle back around because it's I would the uh, they they said like um, an anecdote that Raleigh Crump always said. Uh, Walt Disney cited Hearst Castle, among many other things, as an inspiration for the Haunted Mansion. Hearst Castle on top of a hill by San Simeon, California, Mm -hmm. kind of imposing, kind of haunting. Kind uh, kind of. Kind of, yeah. Hmm. So... That's that's the threads that come off the sign. Just the, the sign, sign. Just the sign. And it connects back to other Disney Imagineering projects, other American history, is, sinister American history. Yeah. Is there a more iconic sign? Like, the, I can think of the, I guess, Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, yeah. the sign outside is really iconic, but it's not as... Yeah, uh, put up there, yeah. It's not, not as quite as good and simple. It's kind simple. of just the words, ultimately. But that it's, the, it's the oval, the crest, is, and that frame is fantastic. And it's been the, it does feel like scaly, like the mm-hmm. creature from the Black Lagoon. And having it in the apartment, I, I, I you know, I can touch it, which mm-hmm. is nice. Yeah. So you can touch the sign. So I, I, I'm trying to think if there's anything. I don't think so. Because like space to me, is, my sign that I have at home, but that's just me. That's because I see it every day. Yeah. And that's my caution a, doors open automatically up God sign. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's up there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Space Mountain has different logos everywhere. I mean, there's slightly different variations. And sometimes they use like gross nineties alien Mm -hmm. fonts. And like that Tokyo font for Space Mountain that looks like the spawn, the nineties comic spawn logo. Oh, sure. Uh, so a a final future final four could be signs. Yeah. You could do sort of a best and worst signs competition. Yeah. There's a lot of worst contenders. That is good. Yeah. Uh, Gomer's Gentleman's Lair bathroom sign is definitely in the running for one of my favorites. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's over okay. by Hungry Bear. Oh, it's like the, the bathroom level. Yeah, about ba- ba- uh, bottom level of Hungry Bear bathroom. It says Gomer's Gentleman's Lair <laughs> over the ba- male bathroom. Wow. And I think Trixie is the female. I believe that's right. Yeah. Hmm. It's like the Trixie's powder room or something. Hmm. Anyway. Walk up there and figure it out. Mm-hmm. What's yeah. your sign, ladies? People are yelling right now. They know it. <laughs> Uh, of course, yeah. We know the name uh, of the bathroom. So that's the sign. So you that's say the sign. things about the gate as no, well. Sorry, I meant the sign. I, oh, the, the gate area is the around sign. the gate. So. Okay. You don't have any information about who made the gate? No, don't be <laughs> foolish. Uh. <laughs> foolish mortal? <laughs> don't be a foolish mortal. Uh, the gate is cool. I will I like say I like the gate a lot. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's uh, I'm trying to think. It's, it's like, we can't talk about Disney World, but. It's uh, it's good because it does seem like a gate that would keep you out. Like it seems like a a scary house in Disneyland, but not as scary and set back like Disney World. But the gate is like I could see if I was a kid and I'd be like, you shouldn't go over that gate. 
like somebody weird lives there. Like it feels right. It feels right to me. It's not. Yeah. Well, and it like that it is a little sectioned off area from the rest. Yeah. Of, like, one, yeah. Once, yeah. I think that's what I'm saying. Or, Disney uh, World really is kind world. of like a massive berth, a massive walkway. I think yeah. they knew the crowds. It would be a hit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. But set, that, that one is set back. But this one just feels like like if I lost a ball over the fence. Mm-hmm. Don't go get it. Don't go get it. Yeah. 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 But we're in now. We made it in. But we we're made it. in the gate. Yes, That's now we're good. in. I'm glad just we made it through the gate. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're talking cemetery, the grounds, well, or what do you want to call it? Well, let's well, hold well, on. Hold on. There's uh, <laughs> hold up, the hearse. Let's not yes. get to stuff. Yes, on. yes. That's the, the hearse, I think, is That's part of the graveyard. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. That counts. Yeah. Oh, the grounds. Yeah. We're in the grounds. Sure, yes. That's yeah. what a lot of websites refer to as... as Outside of the house. Mm-hmm. So, did everyone read the insane urban legend about the hearse? Not the urban legend, no. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I didn't. So, this is... Uh, it's sad. It's a funny urban legend. It has been well... It's been debunked uh, that this hearse is the hearse used in m- former Mormon church leader Brigham Young's funeral procession. What? This, no, I did not read this. This is a. This is not right, real. It's not real. No, right. it is an urban legend that circulated a bunch to the point that like multiple news sites like had to debunk it. Uh, so, uh, church archives show that Brigham Young was carried through the streets on a by pallbearers. There was no wagon involved, although it is possible this wagon could have been in Utah in the 1800s. Um, it's also possible that some information that the Mormons collected about their backstory is incorrect. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's what the the big debunked article I, I found in um, uh, was a guy named Glenn M. Leonard. He's the director of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints' Museum of Church History and Art. But the article was in the Desert News the longest-running paper in Utah, which is owned by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and there is some wild shit in that newspaper. Like, there is... <laughs> we don't have time to get into we're that, no. We're on Mormon newspapers? Uh, uh, do, do you know... Did you read what it is, what it was in? The hearse? The hearse, yeah. So About the... Um, John Wayne movie. No, that's Florida. Oh, that's the Florida hearse. The Florida oh, hearse. Oh, I got my hearses mixed up. <laughs> so the 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 hearse outside of the Disneyland mansion, painted white, was bought um, by uh, from an antique uh, dealer in California. And the urban legend around this is that Knott's Berry Farm was about to buy it for a ghost town, oh. uh, for the ghost town section. And the guy, the owner, called Disney and said, like, hey, he left to get a check. If you really want this, because oh. Tony Baxter wanted it in the 90s because it was going to be used in that insane oh, yeah, yeah. young Indiana yep. Jones stunt show. Right. Where like it was going to be part of a chase. And the train was in the train was involved. Yes. Yes. He's going to use the Disneyland train. I believe that's the same one, right? I there think was so. going to be like yeah. a scene with the train over back by Big Thunder Trail. But how could they use the train? How could they coordinate it? I think that was a big... I don't know if that was just a blue sky idea, but there was yeah. going to be like the train would stop and there would be a little show, whatever, once an hour or something. Mm. So you would have had to coordinate times to have the show. Wow. It's a cool idea, but it does seem logistically yeah. impossible. Yeah. It slows down the train operation. Yeah. Um, um, so, but weird that that what a weird backwards. We got a thing. We got a ride that maybe we might get built. Let's. We better buy this hearse. We better fast. buy the hearse. That said, 
turning lemons into lemonade, Tony Baxter uh, cited as the one who came up with the floating hitch gimmick. Mm-hmm. There's a hitch on top, uh, uh, in front of the hearse, uh, that looks like it's attached to a horse that is just floating in midair as if a ghost horse is mm-hmm. uh, hooked up to it. So now, let me say this. this idea. I never noticed that. It did not register. The hearse itself? Or I never hitch? know the floating. Oh, oh. I, oh I, that yeah. never, ever occurred to me. I didn't know about it. I didn't. Yeah. 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 I read it and I'm going, oh, yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. it makes sense now to be here. Sense. But yeah. it does not necessarily. That is my my one. Not to criticize Tony. Uh, obviously. I mean, there's. Well, sure. Hail there's, Tony. But Tony's done so many things. We, barely, we probably haven't even noticed half of them. We may have talked a lot of shit about. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, he designed the uh, planet Hollywood at Disney <laughs> Village Paris. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah. The uh, sign inside. Tony. Oh, hold on one second. Oh, sure. I was going to say, Tony, there's a uh, uh, friends of the show season pass. Uh, they did a Doug Barnes uh, did a panel at Midsummer Scream with a bunch of people, including Tony and this woman, Tanya Norris, who did like design and like picked out uh, the wallpaper of the Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. And she has amazing stories on there about like being on a plane with Walt. But I was Tony was talking about Haunted Mansion. He's very big on updating it and like keeping it he said it on the panel like you know we can do a lot better with the effects now and i think they should go in there and do that yeah so he's very much i think always been like what can we do to like bring this up to today's standard yeah which is cool i like that i'm pro that anyway I'm kind of, yeah, I'm pro so, that too. Uh, if you like all this stuff, go to Season Pass and listen to that. Oh, you listened to that panel, what you were there for. And now celebrating, I, it occurs to me now, we're, I mean, we're late on it, but this is yes. this year is the 50th anniversary of mm-hmm. yeah, Haunted Mansion. Uh, and we look, we celebrate the 50th and we look forward to celebrating the 60th as well. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I thought you were going to say 100th for some reason. Yeah. By which point we will be uh, 15% through the graveyard. We will be, yes. I was going to say, like, we'll be at the third Doom Buggy. Because we have to obviously do each Doom each, Buggy. Each they doom all have yeah. a history, of course. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we'll have to do that. Uh, well, in, if Futurama's predictions are correct, when we celebrate the 100th anniversary of the Haunted Mansion, Richard Nixon will be president once again. <laughs> so, <laughs> just as he Things are heading. If you're if we're body transferring Trump into younglings, mm-hmm. then sure, <laughs> younglings. <laughs> um, yeah. So the the hearse in Florida again. We're not really touching Florida. The hearse in Florida was used Sorry, in the I, John Wayne movie, The Sons of Katie. Elder. I screwed up. I said something about the That's hearse okay. in Florida. That's okay. <laughs> um, but the hearse has that fun ghost relations sign inside. Mm-hmm. You guys. Oh yeah, yeah. Ever noticed that? That was apparently on the like coming soon signs of like. If you're interested uh, in dwelling in our happy hunting ground, send your <laughs> right to the ghost relations department. Like guest relations. <laughs> it's fun. It's just there the is, start yes. of the wordplay that will haunt this episode. <laughs> no, no phone number you can call though. There That'd should be, be a phone there number. Be a there phone should be somebody that writes back with like a yeah, spooky letter. But uh, well, yeah, maybe that's one of the things Tony was talking about enhancing is he wants an address. <laughs> or a phone number for that joke. Um, that would be good. If I have something to say about the uh, something that happens behind the columns, so really, it's you're on the porch, really, of the mansion. Should I save that for? Yes, I think that, when we would, walk be, in that the would come later. I suppose. I, I think it would come. Le- I would like to because, like, as you cross through the gate and you pass by the hearse this is your first glimpse of the the imposing house itself mm-hmm. and did you guys read well, about you can the, see it from the outside too but yes you can see it from the outside but it kind of looms over you as mm-hmm. you sort of round 
uh, uh, the corner here. Did you, did you guys read about like the architecture at all? Did we? I don't we think did we did really, some of this. We, yeah, we, we did talked a little, little bit about it last time. So if it sounds uh, familiar. I'll say buzz. Uh, okay. Uh, this is this is a Victorian style uh, house, kind of a southern, got kind of a southern vibe, southern Gothic vibe, and um, very different from the other haunted mansions, which mm-hmm. are. Uh, uh, kind of more like perpendicular lines, more like stone and stuff rising above you. Yeah, and, and more of the like it's far away effect of Main Street where like... Yes. Uh, Forest perspective. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, getting, getting smaller as it goes, mm-hmm. seems larger. Yeah, so that, and this, uh, uh, it's a mix of Victorian styles with the Roman columns that were very popular in the South in like the 1800s and all. And I, I was reading about like our idea of Victorian homes as like haunted houses. Like they often look, this is one of the styles people think of a haunted house being. And that came like... Hey everybody, Tim Heidecker here with huge news. Office Hours Live recorded another episode live. It was one of our great ones with the great Rory Scovel, who's got a new special out on MAX. Oh, yeah. And the Trinity's here, DJ Doug Pound. Yes, hello. And Victor Berger the Fourth. Hi, hi, hi. Can't wait for the fifth. We enjoy the heck out of doing the show, and so will you. If you find us on the podcast app of your choice, now. In the early 20th century, it's like, this looks old to us now. Hmm. Here uh, in the 21st century, everything is just old. Like, Victorian just means old to me. So, sure, like, yeah. We lose track of the individual types of old. Yeah, the flattening of history. Everything just becomes, like, old. Everything but, in the past is old-timey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but it has to fit in. Like, there's not, I don't think of it as, like, uh, the Southern Hornet Mansion, but it has to look. Appropriate to be next to New Orleans Square. And everything, yeah, yeah, there's all the the, the Dixie sort of vibe of of, of everything. And And the bands playing along the river. Yeah, and it it fits, it does really fit. Like, it really does, like, working in the same. I I know it's, like, the Haunted Mansion in Florida, again, we're not supposed to talk about it. Like, that sort of technically, like, fits uh, Liberty Square and everything, but it still seems a little bit more out of place to me. Well, and then in Tokyo, weirdly, in Fantasyland. Not quite. It's enough, it's close enough to Frontierland that you'd count it as part of that, but it's sort of like a theme into itself. It's That's maybe the oddest placement of a Haunted Mansion is uh, yeah. yeah. That is, it is odd. It's just like in the back. Yeah. It's like if you were in Fantasyland and uh, Disneyland and instead of Dumbo, the Haunted Mansion was just sitting there. Yeah. And it just jumps out. I remember turned like turning around and like, oh, there's the Haunted Mansion. Okay. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's, you know, weird. But yeah. Here it's, it's fantastic. Here it's great. Um, um, Tony Baxter once again has said like, oh, the, the Southern style house is more foreign to like california get visitors Mm -hmm. in the way that like the more new england style brick mansion in florida is kind of alien like if they put a southern mansion in florida it wouldn't be that weird it wouldn't be that odd because that architectural that's why they changed the style yeah sure sure sure. it's interesting because he talks about that a lot philosophy wise when like when he's talking about phantom manor and and uh, in France, it's like, well, you know, American West is a little more foreign to people in Europe. So, like, yeah. they're always constantly thinking about things that are, like, not so familiar to the place that 
the park is located, which is funny that California Adventure got built because that couldn't be the m- most opposite of what Tony was saying. Or yeah, sure. like you're Hollywood south of just south of Hollywood. Right. What's the, the point? Yeah. It makes sense to have like maybe a Hollywood in Florida because, yeah, you're not near that actual place. As opposed to I was just explaining uh, to a friend the weird Disney Studios Paris Park, uh, uh, the worst park Disney's built. Mm-hmm. And I found a picture that I didn't even I hadn't even stared at since I went there. Uh, and it, there's like, you know, bad like f- facades of uh, Hollywood kind of buildings. And one of them says Larchmont Hotel on it. <laughs> <laughs> and like, and the other one's Los Feliz, I think. And like, and I'm like, this is that's so bizarre. It's a it's a Larchmont nod in a field in Paris, but right. very forest. So maybe that one uh, works. Uh, yeah, I was except say. that the building's very ugly. So no. Mm-hmm. And it's also that one wasn't even an attempt to be a studio, which makes it extra weird. I feel no, like. not really. Yeah, yeah. The theme's all uh, yeah. Yeah. Enough. Well, the main drag of. California Adventure being Buena Vista Street now, mm-hmm. but it look Buena Vista Street is street in Burbank adjacent to the Disney Studios, and mm-hmm. it looks like 1920s Atwater Village, which is a different Los Angeles neighborhood. It, yeah, that's true. I was gonna say at least that's in the past. It is in the past. That makes yeah. sense because that was their that was their plus up of like, well, at least let's make this in the past. I do a tribute to current Hollywood, a place that uh, we're no one likes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes Aaron and I will be driving in there, and we'll go, "Wow, we haven't had to be in Hollywood in like four months." Fuck yeah! Yeah, no, I did that. <laughs> We've had a great day. four months. My friend had a birthday on Hollywood Boulevard two weeks ago, and we were parking. And I was like, "Oh God, I haven't been here forever." Your friend Spider Man, <laughs> or was it Elmo? Fanny Pack Spider Man. Yeah, <laughs> it was your uh, oldest friend in Los Angeles. It was, ja- it was Jack Sparrow. <laughs> oh, Mike. Oh, I hope you. Give him a bottle of rum. Yeah, I did. <laughs> did I tell that story on this podcast when we saw Spider-Man at the Growlins Chinese? Mm, I don't remember. Uh, and I went, there's a Randy's Donuts location on Hollywood Boulevard now. And I went in. Oh, and you had a donut. To get a yeah. donut. But also in there, because uh, it was later in the night, uh, Jack Sparrow haggling to try and get them to knock some bucks off oh, the donut. Oh, no. It's the end of the night, you're going to throw them away. In character? <laughs> talking? He like- was kind of in character. We also saw him eating at the Cabo Wabo Cantina <laughs> earlier in the <laughs> oh, evening. Oh, yeah, we did see Jack Sparrow yeah. at Cabo Wabo Cantina. Which, that's in character. He'd be friends with Hagar for sure. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Cabo Wabo Cantina, which uh, has got had gotten much worse in the years since we've been there. A little rough. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. It was always fine. It was always fine. <laughs> but we were in there and we were like, oh my God, as if we had come back 50 years later and they hadn't changed anything. We would, if we did a, I think it's, I just heard it's getting a facelift, I believe. The oh, it Hollywood is. and Highland, not, maybe not that, but, but the Hollywood and Highland district in general. Oh, yes, that's if true. If we did a city walk, Denton Disney style thing about Hollywood and Highland, we would kill ourselves. We'd be done, like, sector <laughs> five. We all <laughs> cut ourselves, and that's the end of the podcast. Well, also, every time we'd go back to try something, the thing we had just tried will have closed. <laughs> yes. Everything. Yeah, yeah. We have to record it all in a day, or else it's yeah. totally, and then we're lease it the next day the leases there are like 10 months long and nothing works that's a that's a we give some tourist and travel tips if you're coming you don't live in los angeles and you're coming to disneyland do not go to hollywood boulevard but all especially hollywood and highland if you're fucking rat's nest if you're the type of person that likes garbage Mm -hmm. 
uh, go. Like, if you want to go, like, I want to see go this to city walk before you go. Yes, yeah. for sure. Go to 100%. city walk first. I mean, going to getting to see the movie in the big IMAX Chinese tour theater, the Chinese theater, nice, but, but also you can tour it. the Egyptian down the road, a much more pleasant stretch mm-hmm. by Musso and Frank. Yeah. So anyway, don't go. Anyway. Don't go. But we will do a series on it, and Jason will do two hours on Beard Papa. <laughs> I've never uh, eaten a beard. I want to eat a beard. Really? <laughs> what is it again? Is it like you're puffs? Pastry puffs. puffs. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Your beard puff. papa's son, I think. <laughs> oh my God. Who owns the beard, beard papa Sonic? IP? And Doesn't your dad we... have a beard? My dad does have a beard. Yeah. I wonder. I'd have to. I'm, I am, I am beard I've, I've, I've seen a picture of your dad and I'm picturing beard papa. I'm, I could be wrong. I, yeah. I think there's a little bit of crust. <laughs> Look up beard papa if you don't know what we're talking about. He's like a little David the Gnome style man <laughs> who uh, has sells pastry puffs. Great. Am I wrong about what he looks yeah, like? You're right. And I like him too. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, we love. We had a Papa, we had Jason's a working dad. lunch the other day, and uh, afterwards I ran a couple errands close by, and then I was walking by a pastry shop, and I'm like, no, I don't need it. And then when I was almost I home, I wanted something sweet, so I just got a milkshake at McDonald's. There he is, Beard Papa. That story like was just, I wanted one sweet and then and I got then a I different got- sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so this one time. <laughs> the marketing was with the pastry shop was literally like under new owners. So I was like, well, it's got new owners. I'd never been there before. I don't. Uh, I'm just, so you're describing, I feel like your everyday life, it would seem. Yeah. Oh, is it a Japanese company? I think so. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that actually. Beard Papa, fresh and natural cream puffs. <laughs> That's what it says. I love it. Um, uh, okay, so from Beard Papa. Yeah, so the, <laughs> our, our bizarre rules were Beard Papa ends up allowed. But. The spooky Victorian architecture kind of fits in with like what the American myths and legends, what a haunted house should be. I feel like mm-hmm. it either looks like a castle, kind of like Florida, or it looks like this. It looks like well, Boo Radley's And house. we talked about how he, Walt didn't want like a rundown shitty house no. in his park. It had to be like the stately kind of scary. He said, we'll keep up the outside and the ghost will take care of the inside. Oh, yeah. Something like that. I like that. Um, you know, I'm going to declare what I'm talking about is fits within the area geographically that, that we are. Sure. My primary uh, association with the with the grounds and with the, you know, the the grass in front of the mansion is the disney sing-along songs of course today there's a disney sing-along vhs that is at disneyland and there is a performance of grim grinning ghosts sort of sung by thurl ravenscroft sound alike and uh this was it's neck and neck with ernest goes to splash mountain in terms of like the biggest terrors that young Scott Gardner ever faced. This was the scariest shit to me. Uh, the, uh, and I saw YouTube comments where people seem to agree or that this I thing just, that. just haunted their, their dreams. That is so charming. It's <laughs> really cute. It's a pretty specific uh, thing to be scared of. All the villains get together on the lawn, oh. all the villains and Donald under a sheet and Donald posing as a ghost. You can see his, Seat, seat sticking out of the ghost. <laughs> That's the tell that it's him. He turns yeah. like, who's this ghost? And then he turns around his, and scurries his away. Thick seat is and his, his seat is showing. Is showing. So the villain. Yes, it's a gathering of all of the villains. The Disney's scariest villains mm-hmm. go of ghosts and creeps. Those being the Snow White Witch, Maleficent, 
a very like that shiny is Maleficent. Maleficent's like the brightest makeup, <laughs> little like pearls yeah. of sweat. She is, yeah, Maleficent, she refracts so much light. Her face, the makeup is one of the like the top most vivid memories in my brain. Like top Me fifty, too. her face makeup <laughs> and the way that it shines is so burned into my brain. I don't we know both exactly. Hold on to the Maleficent makeup. I am sure that is much more common than we're thinking it is yeah i bet i bet yeah it's very striking it's just a really bold green a sweaty green <laughs> it is like I, yeah i don't know i don't know if it's sweat something's going on with it it probably yeah. plays much better like i get I, the whole thing all those disney sing-alongs anytime they would shoot something in the park it looks like they had an hour to do it <laughs> yeah, yeah so it's not like they were testing out the cameras and the makeup or whatever so they must have just been like slap whatever we have on maybe they made some big adjustment and it just is so striking i love this connection this yeah is, i'm glad i'm not the only one and i think i didn't i think I, I think maybe i hadn't even seen sleeping beauty so i didn't know what maleficent was mm -hmm. so to me maybe it's like the joker's makeup quote unquote and in some worlds it's not makeup or christy the oh. clown where it's like uh that's like on him so i think right. not really knowing what maleficent was it's like what is why is she this shiny green monster uh-huh uh like some chemical must have turned her this um so yeah, Maleficent's big shiny green cheek, one of the most scarring memories I, of my childhood. I believe that if we people listening to this will post something on Twitter, they will we will have a lot of support for people that have this memory in their brain. I hope so. A supporters of, club. That's the thing I remember the most about this mm. is I, her face. I gotta say, I really don't I remember watching these. I feel like music teacher wanted to break that day. Put in a sing-along tape. Oh, smart. Put in a Disney sing-along tape. I don't even know that we really sang along. I think we all just like watched it because we were happy to watch Didn't TV. Didn't follow the instructions. But I, that is like, I can picture my one like music class room from childhood. And I remember. I find it weird that they showed it in your school at all. Oh, we all we had tons of tapes where it's like teacher needed a yeah, teacher yeah. was out sick. <laughs> we Your had teacher that never yeah, showed teacher, up. Yeah, teacher was there so, an hour a week. Um, I told a story on the show where they were just going to show us Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which is an hour, a movie an hour and a half or more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then we they would, turned it off because Raphael said "damn" twice, and no oh, teacher had they had screened that it. part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, on on like fun days, like towards the end of the year and stuff, we would when we were a little older and would switch classes for each subject. They would like pause the movie and then restart it like on the intra TV network, uh, intra school network. And, and yeah, that's yeah, what we did. I remember watching all of that. Oh, my and God. Robin. I don't know what that is. I didn't have that. Like there were TVs in every room, but the VCRs were centralized or centrally located, like where you could make the same movie play in multiple classrooms. Whoa! Did you go to school in the future? I it seemed like it, but it felt like they could never get it to work right. And then one guy knew how to do it. Sometimes, wow! Like, we never we we just had the old VCR the old wheel and the wheel, yeah, wheel yeah, it in. We had that too. Yeah. To this day, the only way I've ever seen Lord of the Rings is on a small TV. Far away, that's you know, I'm in the funny. back row. It's in the front row. Basket letterboxed. I've only seen what year it's like is I've that? I've only seen Lord of the Rings like from another room. Essentially, is that like your last year? Like right? A half a mile away. You watched that in high school? Yeah, I never saw it <laughs> for real. 
But was it a regular class or was it some other? Yeah, some class. I don't know. The movie's like two and a half hours long. I don't think we finished it. I think we're just like, we got an hour. All right. Here's some of Lord of the Rings. Okay, bye. If you want right. to see the rest, bye. We finished Batman and Robin over a few periods. Now that's educated. That, wow. Oddly, of all the was... things you learned in school that were relevant to your future, <laughs> your profession. <'Cause> <laughs> <laughs> I think knowing a lot about Batman and knowing Robin is the most important. Camp um, certainly for me. Um, I'm, I'm not, I'm amazingly not done with the, with Grim Grinning Ghost, which is so. the take your time please the uh so yeah maleficent but also there's these scary tree before you meet the villains yes these scary trees sway around and i remember going to disneyland going those trees aren't here and i couldn't (laughs) i couldn't know if that was like a relief or a guy can i sort of i was scared of him but i kind of wanted to see the trees right um and i always i think to this day i find the lawn bare because there's no scary trees on that's interesting um but also so all right all the monsters and ghosts because it's a song about ghosts so here's where the ghosts come out maleficent the witch captain hook uh, yes and the big bad wolf. yes my now, favorite ghosts <laughs> one of the most terrifying ghosts the big bad wolf now there is this part and here's what i was talking about between the columns uh there is a part where each of these four initial villains before donald and his seat join and they all go between the two columns and they do this double twitch i will play this little uh i, I will play this clip of it one second and this specifically uh w- one of the most terrifying uh, things of my childhood and i'm not getting it up quickly enough uh um i'm curious if people know what i'm talking about with the double twitch oh where's the goddamn oh somebody else talks sure uh, I, was, uh, well, I, I was just gonna say that this was a situation where of course as i've said many many times on the show i was looking at the disneyland haunted mansion and it just looked like fake to me it like did, it was almost mm-hmm. a set yeah like yeah. a set because i obviously i did not know what it looked like and out of the context of this video i had never seen a picture of i mean i saw a picture of it but i don't didn't remember mm-hmm. it and it just looked strange it didn't look as scary as the one in disney world here, yeah, it, it's kind of. Oh, sorry. Oh I no, I was going to say I. I think the buildings themselves. I think the building in in Florida and Tokyo is scarier. I think the grounds are more unnerving. Yeah, in Anaheim. And, and yes, and obviously, like I think it's scary now. But just watching it on a VHS tape, and it's yeah. like, well, that's the one. This is You're also like my association with those singalongs is like this is one of the only times with my peers and like in school. I had any interaction with theme parks because I felt like it was such a me thing, me uh, and my family. Yeah, it wasn't until like my college roommate Jack like also was like, yeah, no, I get, I wanted, I go a lot. Like he oh. got it, and then Mike meeting you, uh, that mm. was like really had someone to like do this kind of insane level of discussion mm-hmm. about it with. And then a third, and then Scott, of and course. And now our now all our audience joins and now in. Our and lovely, now it's a big happy family, audience. the army. We've created. <laughs> yes. Um, do our bidding, do please. Our bidding. <laughs> uh, here, here's the, here's this little moment. So all the characters are walking by the yeah, door kind of with the sort of you know it's the monkeys effect where the camera stays it's, it's like an impossible amount of space mm-hmm. and it stays frozen and the monsters go in and the monsters like the witch uh, go in and mm-hmm. out but when the big bad wolf with his big his oh, long strappy tongue, tongue do, just go, just goes back and forth in sort of like a thriller dance pose for some reason i found that so 
fucking scary and not even the other ones as much the wolf and i had huh. this recurring nightmare as a kid i my my childhood bedroom was like at the lo- at the end of a long hallway and i would look out at the end of the hallway and imagine the big bad wolf walking in the front door and doing a double twitch i have it's a very wow. vivid i was scared of the long time i'm more scared of the long tongue than anything in any horror film of the last 20 years so like if there was like a david cronenberg movie with a long tongue that would be your nightmare yeah there probably per- is right perma out oh, tongue, yeah. i guess uh-huh. i'm not scared of dogs or anything i'm not scared of real wolves as much as i am that Ups right standing mm. big bad wolf but like a hanging tongue is really the issue mm-hmm. yeah i imagine the tongue like going all the way down the hallway and like grabbing wow. like wrapping around me and pulling me into his mouth mm, that's kind of mm. like beetle like beetlejuice the the stop motion stuff wrapping around oh people sure and i was pretty that. scared of that too yeah 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 yeah, yeah. They're very much that style if well, we could go back in time we could sit little scott down and go like scott was just a non-union actor at three in the morning and they just said do something spooky and that's what they came up with they made a hundred dollars and also keep in mind it's not scary at all only yeah. your weird warped brain could that's be the, scared of this I'm that's the thing with creative kids is we would fill in the holes like we would yeah. fill in with actual like that's the case for fear. non-creative kids too yeah but then creative kids never stop doing it and that's mm. why we do what we do that's why keep talking about it that pass on like, the curse of this tongue that sounds like some sort of Aaron Sorkin monologue from Studio 60 oh stop <laughs> no I'm saying we do we, we exactly we exacerbate the fear by picking the most uh the jason least reliable Sh- job in the country <laughs> jason sheridan doing danny trip monologues oh come on man <laughs> um print that on a shirt do you guys get stressed out when the giant clock that we have up in your apartment is ticking all the way down and we haven't come up with our episode idea yet <laughs> Wait what? <laughs> um, that huge you see it's right yeah, in front. Yeah, you, yeah. We, 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 they don't act like oh, you forget about the clock. The, the huge clock, clock that yeah. clicks down, that ticks down until we have an idea eleven for o'clock our on Friday when we start eleven p.m. on Friday when we record all these episodes. Well, yeah, the nation is it like it kind of waits for us to sort of te- set the tone for the week's theme park. Uh, oh yeah, no, now who sounds like Aaron Sork? <laughs> yeah, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> um, <laughs> Show. Everybody know. Everybody remembers the big clock. We all remember the big it's clock all from canon. Studio 60. The Studio 60 big clock and the Studio 60 red hat that lets you know that we're in the past and 9-11 has just happened and Matthew Perry's uh-huh. younger and coping with it. Right. Young Red hat equals younger. Uh, let me say about the Disney with the video. I do. There is something tongue related in my memory i believe pluto licked me as a child the, the mm. costumed pluto licked me with his big fake tongue because yeah i'm right i'm right he has the big hanging tongue mm-hmm. and i do remember him licking me and i remember being conflicted about it on one hand it was like nice to be like you know shown affection by pluto but on the other hand i was thinking like oh the tongue is gross even though it was just a piece of plastic i think in my mind i was imagining like getting like salivated by a dog Filling in, as Jason so, said, filling, filling in details in. that weren't I'm there. Filling in the saliva part. And don't I, they say like uh, dogs' mouths are like actually very not disgusting at all? Like it's is pretty clean. Yeah, I mean, I think yes, that's true. I didn't know that at the time. Well, I think it was you know it was a strange dog. Even though I knew Pluto, mm. I still had oh, spent yeah, a lot of time yeah. with Pluto. 
So that's maybe why I was a little uncomfortable. So I'm just saying if we could sit young Mike down and say like dogs mouths are actually very clean. Don't worry. Would that have worked or would have you been well, like my it doesn't pro- matter? No, my mom probably was like dogs mouths will kill you if you touch saliva from them. Especially orange ones. And yeah. Parts. Their paws are the things touching dirt and filth all day long. Honestly, Pluto's tongue probably dirtier than a regular dog's probably, tongue. Probably, because he's licking every... He's licking every kid. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Let's Sicknesses you might like have today. Something mm-hmm. you something that'll eventually kill you, you got from Pluto's tongue. <laughs> it's been in uh-huh. your body for 20... 20- Pluto's tongue is carrying <laughs> Legionnaire's <laughs> disease. <laughs> it's the just dormant, of Legionnaire's but it's going to get was, was Pluto's tongue. It'll get you. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, all that being said, when I see the... I just, you know, truly... And now, now here I, where I am going, I don't know how we're going to get on the ride because I realized, oh, I have shit to say about the grass because the mm-hmm. grass is where this fucking thing happened. The gra- Yeah. And I, I think that's a big part of... Of the placemaking um there's doom buggies has that whole section on the flora like the plants around oh, it which i don't i i'm not it lost me i'm not good at science but uh, the takeaways i got were that one everything looks a little dangerous or a little sinister but obviously mm. it can't be poisoned like it can't be it's, oh. but it's got a look so it's thorny and gnarly yeah. and like the, everything's droopy which ties into the southern thing the sort of wilting looking well yeah ones. and just that it like looks unnerving like you are in an unnerving place the True. other illusion of the landscape architecture is that everything is overgrown this is an old place that's not been kept up in reality it is meticulously mm, yeah. Yeah, up. Sure. meticulously yeah, yeah. landscaped architecture mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it would be funny if they like let it go <laughs> like the grass was overgrown and you just, <sighs> i think they some of the others they have water shortages mm-hmm. in los angeles well we need to save some money chapek could just cut out the budget for <laughs> maintaining the lawn <laughs> it's gonna save a few yeah, bucks sure so we veer off to the left and you end up in this this courtyard area for a while uh, where all the like back and forth crisscrossing <laughs> happens. Um, what do we have to say about the the like the cemetery in Stag, which I, I don't have a lot on. Well, well, it's changed a lot over the years. Like yeah. they have, because you are right at um, the big the big thing is that the, there are gravestones honoring the Imagineers who worked on it, which mm-hmm. were removed in 2001, the first time they did Haunted Mansion Holiday. Okay. Then facsimiles put back in in 2016. And they were mm-hmm. lost. Yes. God, really? Yeah, there's a video on a Disney blog with uh, Kim Irvine, uh, who is, what's her name's uh, daughter, right? Leota's daughter? Isn't it Leota's daughter? Oh. Oh, Leota daughter? I think you're right, yeah, daughter? yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. and Kim Irvine, she's, she uh, oversaw the restoration of the castle, not, well, oh, right, repainting she was, of the castle Yeah, she talks about oh. her mother, yeah. Yeah, so she's Madame Leota's daughter, essentially. Wow. Um, but yeah, they lost the originals, apparently. They couldn't find them. <laughs> Some of them given, I think, Accidentio given his... Yes, you're right. He took his and put it in his backyard, I believe. Yes. But, but all the we talked in the last episode a lot about all the, the many, many figures who this was like a mm-hmm. this, this is a, a trademark attraction of theirs. And uh, yeah, they were all honored in here. Um, and I have all of the names and all of the things that says. Yeah, I got there. Yep. You got those too? I right. got those too. <laughs> all right, yep. you take one and then I go the next one. <laughs> okay. Although we might not be looking well, at the same list. We might not be looking at the same list. I found a list on the Disney Parks block Claude from when they put Coates. back in. Lead designer specializing in backgrounds and environments. We he also developed list. at the <laughs> Omni Mover layout. The list? No. <laughs> All right, we'll do a couple. Uh, and it said, "At peaceful rest lies brother Claude, planted here beneath this sod." 
Uh, we have to hear every one of these people things. people want us to read jason people yeah uh, mark Jason's davis right. lead designer specializing in character design and sight gags just a reminder claude Coates, mark davis kind of the the two warring influences for the mm-hmm. haunted mansion in memory of our patriarch dear departed grandpa mark mm, that's nice uh Tencio. we'll do a we'll do a couple Atencio more. who married the two married kind of like was a a, smoothed it over Dasharoli Crump Atencio wrote the lyrics to Grim Grinning Ghosts I believe mm-hmm. um gross. go ahead go gross excuse me uh what's that word Requis Requiscat Requiscat Francis Xavier no time off for good behavior <laughs> R.I.P. Um, All right, just do Bill some Martin. Some of these are, yeah, Bill Martin, concept artist. Here lies a man named Martin. The lights went out on this old Spartan. <laughs> I wonder if they actually called him that. We should look into that, or if that was just like, ah, oh, we don't got a rhyme for Martin. Uh, I, I let me do Fred Jurger. Uh, he was models and effects <laughs> modeling because I always laugh. At, I always like this one. Here lies good old Fred. A great big rock fell on his head. Yeah, that is maybe the best one. I hope that's not real either. <laughs> no, to make a joke out of it. Um, I did you guys? Uh, I wrote some for us. <laughs> did you I guys say write? that I did? No, did anyone write? Okay, I actually wow. didn't. No, I, right, yes, please. I think you're right, the only one. Let's see how these are. Um, <laughs> I'm sure um, good. Here lies Michael, so very tall, tripped on Edwin, and had a big fall. <laughs> oh man, so that's how I go. <laughs> yeah, that's how you go. I trip over a dog. What do I trip into an empty uh, sewer grate? And then you're here for like a oh you oh you oh you're saying you keep falling. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, where am I? Where do I fall? Is there like did I? Uh, he's always underfoot. You just fall. And no, I'm just, just saying. What do I fall? Is there like railroad a railroad spike that I fall on? Smash your head open yeah, on the regular smash ground. Your head open. One yeah. of your stairs. God, that would be. And I'm then you're just of here for hours. That Edwin just humping your leg. <laughs> you <laughs> licking my not blood. knowing the lifelessness. This is truly Honkast of fright. Humping yeah, my boy. leg and licking my blood up off the ground. Dog's tongue. The scariest thing. Oh, there it is. Oh. Uh, oh. Edwin, let me see that tongue. Oh, it's, God, it's three feet long. <laughs> but it's clean. <laughs> but it's clean. Uh, Scott, do you yes, want yours? please. Okay. Rest in peace, our beloved Scott. Drank mold. Ha- b- fuck. No. Rest in peace, our beloved Scott. Drank mold wine that was scalding hot. <laughs> <laughs> I just the wine was too hot. Just one sip. Burned it the way down. <laughs> My heart just burst open. Just melted your organs. I think. Just uh, liquid and liquefied your death. organs. And Jason. Um. And I'll let you guys punch mine up because I mm. kind of got a little. T- okay. Jason so loved his sugary eats or n- fuck. <laughs> Jeez. Jason so loved his dessert eats, not his way dessert. to death on sugary treats. <laughs> I like how you said dessert. Yeah, yeah. If <laughs> you punched it up with that, dessert, dessert. Um. So, so those were ours. Uh. And then I, I had an alternate for mine that is based on this. Did you guys come across the, uh? buy your own haunted mansion tombstone souvenir that they (laughs) sold in the park yes no uh this great i gotta open this image um so they sold like you could get a personalized like i'm assuming miniature gravestone um uh mike did you do you have this did you see i don't have it open i saw it though let me try and um so you could get a could you write your own encrypt and like inscription yeah, I think there was like you could write the name. Um, 
I think you personalize it with your name. I think they had some set. They have to uh, like you couldn't you couldn't be like uh, using an F word on there, could you? Well, you, you can't. There's really got to be restriction. You can't do that. But the sample one is insane. Okay. Uh, here lies Randy, a dirty old man. <laughs> so my that alternate... That was going to be mine for you. My alternate is just here lies Jason, a dirty old man. This personalized tombstone... And I, didn't mean, I didn't mean sexually. I mean like uh, like pig pen and old. <laughs> Not like horny or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that kind of thing. So this says, with name and saying of your choice, a dollar fifty. What? Wow. It cost a dollar fifty. That's uh, great. Unless that's a... I don't think that's yeah, or is she, it fifteen? It's a weird looking thing. I think it's meant to be a dollar fifty, but huh. that kind of like well, glues it to a certain point. I don't even think you can get like a side anymore. of bacon for a dollar fifty in Disney now, <laughs> <laughs> or like avocado on something. I think is more than a dollar fifty. Well, yeah, avocado is very um, expensive. So that's a fun. That's a fun little game you invented. Everybody, write your own. Uh, yeah, write what? your own little tombstone epitaph, your own comical death, and uh, send it to us. Post it in the, Please, the yeah. comments on the tweet. Um, I loved this kind of thing growing up, and I, my, I, but my, the where I grew up is a very like uh, southern, is like kind of southern plantation style. Sort of just it had a big, big porch, and uh, mm, yeah, uh, there, there, I had a uh, sort of little like uh, little hill I lived on top of uh, almost, and uh, so plenty of room to put. Basically, my dad and I made when I was a kid made a bunch of uh, gravestone markers and I wasn't clever enough to come up with them then I think I tried and it was just really like uh, mm -hmm. uh, not I think my dad's like I don't know but he was like being a head writer of these things uh -huh. but it, going through my dad I, I mean I let me just say in case they ever hear this I was delighted by making the tombstone having those in front of our house made me so happy mm -hmm. during Halloween season walking in the door past a bunch of tombstones and stuff but there is this one that didn't occur to me as odd until I got older and that's this was my dad's invention there was a Halloween tombstone that said here lies an atheist all dressed up with no place to go <laughs> well that doesn't rhyme at all <laughs> it's not a rhyme it's not one of the rhyme ones no is no it, so he it's wrote just that. a yeah, or found it in a book or something and put it. So we used, my family used Halloween decorations to shame atheists. The, yes, the decorations had an agenda. Yes. <laughs> and it truly did not occur to me until I, you know, went and met more people that that was a bizarre thing. It's, I will say this. It it's is funny. funny. It's, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's not a bad hmm. joke. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. Uh, so it is funny. So at least it has that. But yes, it is it is funny because it's like, yeah, it's uh, turning its nose at atheists, turning up its nose yeah. at atheists. It's for the best that Disney doesn't have this joke. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Atheists not welcome in Disneyland. I wonder if they could have gotten away with that, though, in the early days, because maybe people would have just thought that's a funny joke. Mm -hmm. And as opposed to yeah. like feeling like it was um, commenting more of like, because you could just say, well, that's just a funny joke about atheists because since they don't believe yeah. in a heaven yeah. they don't have anywhere to, they're dressed up no place to go they don't have anything that might be my dad's defense that it's not like a, a heart attack right it's just a play it's a it's just a clever use of words mm -hmm. to display that like there's no I'm yeah curious now if that was his invention or not or if you can find i am curious about that yeah it's it like and... um do you guys ever watch they used to show it after are you afraid of the dark the alfred hitchcock presents show oh mm -hmm. yeah very similar to twilight zone but he would always do these very like darkly funny morbid intros and stuff 
Mm-hmm. And that, I think I like that as a kid. I really don't remember the episodes, but I love those intros because it was just this odd, weird man and the style of humor of these of the Haunted Mansion. And also a lot of religious judgment. <laughs> yes, like, a religious judgment. I don't judgment. care for the Jews. <laughs> 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 that was in the outtakes where they couldn't show him on the time. The famous uh, Hitchcock outtakes. What do they even believe in? <laughs> um, what else we got? Um, yeah, so there were, there were different, uh, yeah, what, what's they had, so those are back. All of those are back. Well, th- so, so there's one thing, you probably saw this in the book, that one of them is devoted to Yale Gracie. Yes. And that he's referred to as Master Gracie. And yeah. that made a lot of people think that master means you're in charge of the house and therefore does that mean the ghost host is Yale Gracie? It does not mean that. It does that. not mean that. Not, yeah. Uh, for, it means the master uh was back in the past you would call like master was a child who wasn't old enough to be called mr master wayne master wayne yes. master bruce I um, my grandmother called me that once really master Very confusing. mike um the other thing is uh i learned today yell gracie it was not they're like we don't think of him as the ghost host because yell gracie the ghost host it's implied he commits suicide oh sure yell gracie was murdered really yell gracie was murdered uh at a hotel on the pacific coast highway like it was Jesus a completely Christ. random like burglary oh no yes i never knew this until this morning <laughs> like so in some I, case we were talking what if a big rock fell on that guy's head in this case one of them really did. I mean, I'm sure some of the number of them have passed away by now, but oh my oh, God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It happened in the eighties. So like, I mean, so they had already, this had already been built. Florida had been built. Um, but nice. I was, I was shocked by that. Because, that is insane. Yeah. It was like a burglar. Yeah. It was a burglar. It didn't seem to have any like rhyme or reason or anything. Oh no. Um, so. Yikes. But uh, uh, again, a big old house with a family graveyard. Uh, next to it, another thing we traditionally think of, like imagining a haunted house, a graveyard by it. Uh, but in the 19th century, uh, house, big old houses had family graveyards by it, but it wasn't necessarily like seen as spooky at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I was reading a little bit about this. Um, let's see. This was from... Uh, I think Doom Buggies was citing a book. Going to the cemetery was a favorite outing, one in which duty was mingled with pleasurable and sensuous melancholy. Um, is in I forget what book this is from. The Doom Buggies uh, cites a lot. So, but back in the 19th century, you have to think about like the world is speeding up, right? Like technology is changing so rapidly and everything but antibiotics aren't coming for a while so everyone is dying all the time Mm -hmm. like populations are increasing the industrial revolution has begun to happen (laughs) like uh so it's a real fucking shit show western expansion people like leaving to move somewhere and just never coming back or never hearing (laughs) from them again Mm -hmm. so people dealing with death is part of daily life a lot more? I feel like back in that era. Where did the, what's this? What did all this stem from? Uh, just the family graveyard. Like people would pick. Oh, that you would be more graveyard. likely to have a yeah yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and the, there's also the 19th century 
saw the rise of spiritualism of people being obsessed with like can we communicate with the spirit world the, mm-hmm. the dead smarter than the living they're more wise more powerful than the can we try to communicate with them mm-hmm. um we also saw houdini at the time debunking insane like spirit mediums who were psychics, con artists yeah. psychics and frauds and that he said supposedly he had the word he had a word that he told his wife when houdini when he died he said you go to all the psychics and they should be able to contact me. It was their the favorite song. I, I, look, I yeah, saw something like that. Oh. Rosabelle or something. And he said, you're going to go to all of them. And they're going to do supposedly if they're doing a seance, they can contact me. And they'll be able to tell you what we know together. And none of them could do it. Uh-oh. None of them could do he it. He was an advocate for... For debunking all of that. He was debunked hmm. all of it. But after he died, his wife held a seance uh, for 10 years mm-hmm. after his death. Um and at the end of the last one said, 10 years is long enough to wait for any man. And extinguished the candle she kept burning. Uh, and they were on the roof of the Knickerbocker Hotel. And at the moment that happened, a thunderstorm broke out in Los Angeles. Whoa. Oh, man. Yeah. I love how every like, woman in the old days was like Tallulah Bankhead. Just like has a great quippy line. <laughs> like it's just per- yeah. like a very perfect. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't know why I picked her. I like her. Mrs. Houdini, I'm assuming a bit of a perform around it, you know, I I don't know what her occupation was. Right. So I'm sure she picked up some of the showmanship. Of course. Uh, anyway. So, yeah, this is start- to get us back to, yes, the graveyard. This was one of the threads I started to follow. And that they would have been, when designing the mansion, like, when well, we need a family graveyard, the, this old house is spooky. The family graveyard is spooky, even though back then people would be having a swinging wake at the family graveyard. Oh, that it's not so bizarre. If you had a family graveyard now, it would be really insane. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, time makes us spookify it more than they may have sure. uh, in the time the house would have been built. Right, right. Um, and then, uh, is this, uh, tell me if I'm not going the right order, the pet cemetery. Yeah. That was added later. This was not mm-hmm. an original. It, it seemed like it was kind of off the beaten path, and then they moved it to a more central spot. Yeah, it was around like the side. Initially. Yeah, who saw the side? Like what? Like no, I don't know. I think it was just like a little fun thing that there was a secret. Hmm. Yeah, and then they sort of moved it more where you can see now. Yeah, uh, all the uh, animals and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it was created in the early 1980s. Um, uh, Kim Irvine. Yeah. And mostly like um, store-bought statues, store-bought animal statues that they then made the, custom-made the headstones for. Oh, okay. What's interesting, I always, this is so dumb of me to not think about this, but it's so funny when you hear like Imagineers and that person I was mentioning, Tanya Norris, who like went to New Orleans with Walt to like figure out decorations for New Orleans Square and Haunted Mansion. It's like, they're just going into shops in New Orleans and buying lamps and buying in my brain, it's like all of it's invented. They yeah. fabricated everything from scratch. Yeah. Right. Whereas, why? It doesn't yeah. make any sense. And yeah. like on uh, Expedition Everest, Joe Rody's going to like bazaars and marketplaces and buying yeah. all of this different stuff to populate the queue with to make it feel authentic. It's like, I think in my non-thinking brain i was like well they're all made in house yeah 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 by yeah. the imagineers but like what sense would that make right right yeah i mean that like any tv or movies like if you meet set decorators or wardrobe people like i think as a kid i always thought like well this is from a big building at warner brothers like and that's like half true like half the wardrobe is rented from the studios and the other half is just wardrobe people buying shit at marshall's and thrift stores oh, yeah, and, like yeah, yeah, yeah. we gotta have like 20 options a person 
like yeah. just to so for someone to look at for 30 seconds or less and go like not that one that one and then it's like get him to set we need to get this done <laughs> yeah, all that thought just get, yeah there's a hundred people on the clock right now that we need to get out of here there are a lot of unsung heroes on movie and tv sets and whatever but the costume department i'm always yeah. impressed like just like somebody walking in with like 15 different coats just holding 15 different I, coats and an assistant mm-hmm. trying to help and there's just like racks and racks of clothes only which like five percent will be used or less yeah just so they have enough to like like satiate the insane director's appetite to see choices let's get you a watch or a tie clip and they're just pulling these boxes Great. out of stuff and greeking like fixing yeah. it so it fits you i they're I very wear impressive. a lot of my own clothes sometimes for shoots because I have the weirdest sizes. I have the weirdest proportions. proportions. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. To find bizarre things and have them be the right size. Yeah, mm-hmm. really insane. Um, All right, where are we? We're uh, at the, the pet cemetery. Pet cemetery. We're getting close to the door. We're getting I'd love close. to go in the door. We're getting, We're close, getting to close to the door. <laughs> I have to say, I, one of the funny things I found when I was trying to find out about the cemetery. So, like, there, there's like. 13 uh imagineer headstones now and there's the vault there's like a uh, the mo- the vault kind of thing that we took pictures in front of that one day oh yeah yeah which i'm trying to find those photos i was trying to post those photos of you me and aaron oh i have them oh you do okay good because yeah. there's photos of us in front of the area that you're not supposed to walk because mm-hmm. the photographer let us go down there in that little area oh. yeah um so uh what was I going to say? Oh, I found a vlog where someone had tracked the graveyard uh, changes and we're not happy. They they were not happy uh, about the Disneyland, the new Imagineer headstones. They were definitely not happy about the interactive queue in Florida. Uh, the title of that blog post was just called Decadence. <laughs> God. Uh, so relax. I was like, as I'm like diving through all this stuff, trying to write stuff down, I'm like, Okay, maybe I found my line. <laughs> maybe I yeah. found. Yeah, as you're digging, there still is a way you could be that uh, you're not willing to be. Yeah. Um, I, Jesus, yeah. Um, I'm just, look, there's a lot we could do. I really want to talk about the stretching room. <laughs> I think we would oh, be. Oh, sure. I think we would be out of our minds if we didn't get to the stretching room in episode in the second. Well, it feels like we're gonna get there, like but I can't guarantee it because we, we, we have a foyer. We have a foyer to talk right, about. Get to talk about the what do we got? What do we got? We so, have the door and the porch. Yeah, there's the, more porch. Right, well, yeah, let's porch. go then. Um, wraparound port. I mean, the queue is like just switchbacks in California. Like that is the one thing. It's like kind of claustrophobic. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We have have time. We have time. We have time. Uh, I agree that the queue in Florida is a little bit more mystery, and that this kind of switchback is a little bit like. I do kind of find that a little in that area boring standing, especially if it like kind of backs up for a little too long, and you're just standing there. I always like pirates. Always feels a little more fun just because there's a like a scenery change and on the queue. Usually, also that's a quick. But you are limited by space. Like the berm is right there. The edge of the part, the train tracks are right. Right, there's not a lot of room there to like theme it a little bit more. But yeah, you're just kind of on top of each other. Um, But that's obviously a minor. Gripe. I'm always, I will say, as always, and I've seen they do this at like events sometimes. I always want to go upstairs. I always want to be up there. Sure. I want, like, give us a bar up there. Mm-hmm. Be Let's, pretty small. Be a small bar. It would be a very small, small bar. bar. But that walkway, I mean, it was thrilling to be on the second level uh, at With Club, Club 33. 33. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Um, but that's always, I'm always looking up there and like, come on. Couldn't mm-hmm. they like build out behind? 
Can they just build a extra section? <laughs> I think you hit a there? tunnel. <laughs> mm, yeah, you're you probably right. a large right. stone <laughs> train tunnel. Huh, there's got to be a way. There's got to be something up there to hang out. Um, so, but I, 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 Scott, I'm going to say, I think we will get a stretching room and <laughs> I, I did not make a lot of notes about the stretching room. So, because. You don't have notes about the stretch, like the thing? You the didn't thing? think we no, would either. No, I know, well, I know a lot of it off the, no, sure, off sure. the dope. Um, yeah. Oh, it's impressive. Uh, I and I had notes from last year where I was very ambitious trying to cover the yeah, whole mansion. Yeah, my notes are like through half the ride, <laughs> but I, these notes will stay, they'll gather dust till 2022. Well, that's good because you I, won't have I to. I had to know. I didn't make new notes. <laughs> I, yeah, it did say. save me work this year. Yeah. But All right. a very important fact about this haunted mansion. It yes. is the only one you enter through the front door of the house. Uh-huh. Ah, sure. The others you enter that is through cool. very cool. the servants' quarters. So yes. this one, you see the house and you see right where you're going to go mm-hmm. into. Yeah. And you enter a foyer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a foyer. Foyer. However you say it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Foyer. The foyer being... I, I, my terminology is mixed up. Foyer is we are inside. That's the room, yes. but that's the yes. room. That we're, 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 we're inside. We're inside. All right, locking the doors. We are staying inside. Oh no! So uh, that, <laughs> that is, is the, the room before the before the, before the, the stretching room. Okay, okay. Yes. Sure. Yes. All right. Um, uh, many American homes have a foyer. Some have what is known as <laughs> general a general foyer. Room. Facts. Uh, People need to know what a foyer is to give context for this section of the podcast. <laughs> Only on a mansion you enter through the front door. The others you enter through the side servants' quarters mm-hmm. door. So. The foyer. Does someone have the narration? You have the, I have I it. don't have... Oh, you can do no. it. I have it somewhere, but... Yeah. When hinges creep in doorless <laughs> chambers... Hinges <it's>... creep? <laughs> <laughs> You're, like, reading it all cool. Isn't it hinges? I'm going to read the... Is it hinges creep? hinges creep? Is it creep or creep? I don't know. I don't know. I could be wrong. No, just wrong. read the thing. What are you... Read what in you got. doorless chambers and strange and frightening sounds echo through the halls... Whenever candle lights flicker, when the air is deathly still, that is the time when ghosts are present, practicing their terror with ghoulish delight. Great. Very good. Thank you. Uh, I just want to make sure. Is yeah, now I the time, with that creep. being said, okay. we didn't creep. really talk. Let's talk about the fucking ghost host. Yes. The, the man. ghost host. Perhaps the greatest performance in a Disney park. Yeah, what that's, else could beat this? That's tough to beat. Obviously, there's single bears in the country bears that are up there. But <laughs> as far as iconic, long-lasting performances, where people know it, where people all know it, and it is Mr. Paul Freeze, <sighs> yeah, one of the, the great king. voice actors of that era. Uh, also Ludwig von Drake, also Boris and Rocky and Bullwinkle. He narrated the original Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln. He's, I think he's back on it now. He's one of the Beatles on the Beatles cartoon. That's right. From the 60s. I forget which Beatle really? he is. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. Uh, he's done a ton of stuff. He's the Pillsbury Doughboy somehow. Yeah. He's, he's so many things. He's so many things. Uh, and uh, truly... What you just read, Jason, when you hear that paired with the music, with the first strains of Grim Grin and Ghosts, the minimal organ, I just think that music and that voice 
That is the best little, and you like just the, the the best combo of music and performance, and you can hear it. I was just pulled it up, pulled it up on Spotify on the way here, and it transports you there. There's other bits of theme park music you could hear that don't have that same effect, but just like it's a you, it's it's like it's like it teleports you. It's there's yeah. such a weird feeling of dread and excitement. Yeah, it is. I don't know. Yeah, there's no more perfect marriage of that anywhere in the parks. I mean, there's great. Per- I mean, there's obviously Pirates part of Pirates is perfect, but like mm-hmm. that one. Yeah, probably the top. Oh, so. Paul Freese. Also, Dead Men Tell No Tales. Dead oh, oh, Men. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah. sure. I think I was not clear on that. Exitensio, I think, is the voice of the skull. Mm-hmm. But the dead, the droning Dead Men Tell No Tales, I didn't know it's all today. So like, yeah, in the two iconic classic from the 60s, uh, perennial attractions. It's it's both of these Paul Freese. I think he's the auctioneer. As well, yes, he was the auctioneer. Uh, they replaced, oh, sure, they replaced all, him. All got replaced, sure, which sure. is a bummer. Um, Not the thing that changed; just they replaced his voice. Yeah, and I cannot talk about Paul Freeze without mentioning, without playing this little clip. Uh, his most fi- iconic villain, certainly the uh, the ghost host. But if, if he's a villain, he's pretty friendly, honestly. But uh, very similar voice. Here is this. Let me play this clip. That is the voice of Car K A R R, the evil Kit from <gasps> Knight Rider. <laughs> he wow. was an alternate villain uh, version wow. of Kit. He's the opposite of William Daniels. Uh, this is I've, I've talked a lot about Baywatch. I am a Hasloff completist. I am also a giant fan of Knight Rider. Uh, the evil character Carr appears twice. One time it is Paul Freeze, and the other it is not. It is so much worse when it's not Paul Freeze. And with it, you can tell within Knight Rider fandom online, a great area to poke around. Of course. People love Carr. Carr, <laughs> and, uh, which I do too. K A R R. That rules. Uh, so it, the first time I saw that, like, oh my God god the ghost host is on night rider this fucking rules that's wild uh, i'm trying to find the beatles the which beetle he did oh yeah well there's these great videos where it's all of the voices and then the video of the raw audio of him recording all of these parts oh my god it is a two-part video on youtube uh just phenomenal to listen to like 15 minutes of raw audio watching this guy nail this performance that is now so iconic uh and also just hearing like it's so amazing to hear him do these things that we can all narrate perfectly with the exact timing and then hear him go like that was it be another one like Mm -hmm. hear him just do asides um and then he does a version like he's peter laurie Oh, right. He does it a total different way. Like, you see they're trying stuff, too. God, so they have this whole alternate version. Yeah. Wow. And he did, like, Which makes sense. Like, like, do we want to be more monster with it? Or do we just want it to be this sort of looming... He was George Harrison and John Lennon on the Beatles cartoon. (laughs) Wow. That's crazy. The Beatles. There is a full... Paul Freeze episode in our future, yeah, oh, probably for sure, yeah, which we could delay all the imaginaries for. Um, but let me, uh, he was a, I, he let was me play other. Oh, wasn't imagine all of them. Um, all those, yeah, was, just, just a little taste, and please just look up this video of Paul Freeze uh, of voice recordings. But uh, hang on, and it is this. Your cadaverous pallor betrays pastoral fine rude fest Take. Um, from welcome foolish mortal. 
I hear him backwards all of a sudden. Like, what's that about? Yeah. Uh, he also says some very uh, offensive things, but this is the 60s. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, yeah. There was a clip. I was like, ooh, I got to play this. And then an offensive thing is said, and I did not want to play it or talk about it. You can explore it yourself. However, the rest of the thing is so cool, and it gives me the same little shades of like when you're hearing raw takes of Brian Wilson make, working on pet sounds. Yeah. Or like, or I just always love like old VO guys like having to condense like, ah, you were three seconds over. And hearing the like, you know, just very workmanlike engineer dudes like, I don't know. And the fact that they had this all so perfectly timed out that like that they're that they had the timing ready to get. They knew the ride mechanism enough to know, like, that's nah, going to be too long. Yeah, right. It does like it does seem like you would be, especially back then when it was like this stuff is still not a science completely. But especially back then, you'd think it would have been like, well, we have uh, two weeks solid worth of takes and we're just going to mm. figure this out where yeah. it does seem like you're doing there like they know. And maybe in the lack of, in a a non-digital time, tape is more precious and Mm -hmm. recording studio time is more precious. So they really did have to like nail it precisely. I mean, I guess like show-wise, like you're writing and you're like, well, people are going to be in the room for two minutes and like you can ballpark it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He was also, I was going to say, he's also the thing on the 1960s Fantastic Four cartoon. Oh, Oh, yeah. The one with Herbie? Uh, well, Herbie the robot. I think Herbie is in that version. I believe. I think it is. This was the cartoon where uh, Marvel replaced the Human Torch with a robot named Herbie because they didn't want kids to try to light themselves on fire. No, wait. This is wait. This is different. <laughs> this is Human different. Torch was in this version. Okay. Herbie, I there think, was is a later, in a later version. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. Just also when you hear this raw audio, hearing like the difference between like what was a pretty good take and what's an iconic take and you hear a guy just like, "Uh, that's pretty good. Just do it once more. You know, to be a little more whispery with it, you know, deathly, deathly still. And then he does it. And then you hear hearing like a B plus version, then hearing the A plus iconic one little note from some stiff shirt and a white collared shirt gives him like and now that is iconic and is heard around the world for 50 years. And um, and and you and you hear takes where like he does it. uh, you know, it's wall to wall creeps, and that's not nearly the same as wall to wall creeps. Yeah. yeah, those little choices. It's just that's why I'm obsessed with this uh, this performance. Every little where he just finds yeah. these weird little bends, and it's so iconic. And you love the Knight Rider remake from 2008 too. Oh, of right? course, yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. With um, <laughs> I, I was uh, that was I remember Gladiators being, 2008 and Knight Rider 2008. First, they all they all they nailed one of my it. first jobs. Your Gladiators first job. 2008. And I remember at the rap party, or like the big premiere party, the live broadcast of the premiere just rolled from Gladiators right into Knight oh, Rider. Oh, I and thought that was those were big, the same. That was their big white hope after the writer strike was Knight Rider. And of white course, hope crashed, to the crashed ground. and burned. Uh, that was the one where it was supposed to be Will Arnett, but he had done. He the, was associated with. He was associated with another car Ford company, or something, whatever that and was. And then it became yeah. Val Kilmer. Is that right? So uh, and but no car. I don't believe a car. I don't think they had a car. So so by that I mean K A R. Oh right. Oh, yeah. they did not. There was a car. No. There was C A R, but not a K A R. Sure. Car. And Michael Knight showed up in one episode. <laughs> Hasselhoff himself showed up in one. Freeze. Um, Paul Freeze, a guy. I feel like. It, there's a lot, not that voice actors, voice actors, I don't think even get that much, as much recognition as they deserve in general, but it's like a name I feel like doesn't get said even like your Mel, obviously your Mel Blanks is the top of it, but like mm-hmm. Mel Blank or I think at the time he was maybe because he was on air a little more too. Yeah. But I feel like la- I'm like lasting wise, 
sure you know you hear june foray's name and these are all people that deserve a lot of uh, she mm-hmm. was rocky on rocky and bullwinkle yeah. and she yeah. did a lot of voices but i feel like for yeah for the haunted mansion narration more people have probably heard that like if you go the amount of people that have uh, had a feeling because of this man's voice yeah you know what i mean yeah. like a, like how many people actually he is yeah and i think maybe that is a good moment to say this the reading along with the narration. Oh, shut the no. shut the fuck Hard up! Hard <laughs> stance. I'm making an assumption here. Yeah, I'm gonna say the podcast, the ride stance is shut the fuck up. Don't read along with the thing. I Let's listen so. to Paul Freeze. What are you doing? Why does everyone do this? What do you are you a hardliner like that or no? I hate it. Okay, yeah, yeah. I hate it. I all, think yeah. people have gotten it's better. The first time we've all it. agreed. I think so too. I think it was really out of control in the more ironic '90s, and yeah. I think now people are more willing to just enjoy it and be part of it. Uh, and I, you know, it just to me that's like this weird like trying to take control of it. It was like yes. it's like bratty people going like I I've outsmarted this. I know what it is. I'm cooler than it, and you're not. It's the best. Shut up. Yeah, I yes, I think so. I mean, I there's two two things, two reasons I say I don't like it. Uh, number one, I want to sit there, and I would like to. I've been on this a lot. I've gone on this mm-hmm. a lot, but I would like to sit there quiet, stand there quietly, and try to feel. I want to feel it. I want to yeah. enjoy it. I want to feel it the way. I feel it. Um, and then number two. There's people that haven't been on this before. Now Absolutely. in Southern California, mm-hmm. a lot of us have. Probably half the room has been on it or more, maybe more. Yeah. It might be 75%. Who knows? But people that are on it for the first time, maybe they're coming to a theme park for the first time. Why would you want to have your voice talk over this perfect narration and mm-hmm. change the experience for people that might be going on it the first time and blown away by how cool it is. Because you're selfish. Because you want it to be about you. I think It's the, like yes. singing louder than the musician at the concert. It's like, let's. I don't like this guy having a spotlight. Yeah. Put the spotlight on me. Well, and I con- say no. The concert's different. Because singing along and singing like... It, there's, it a, is. there's a line. There's a line at a concert between really enjoying into it versus this about me. I mean, yes, you, you we would, know the it's we know pornography. One. You know it when you see it at the <laughs> yeah. concert. You go, that guy's too much. But for In your me, case, it's seeing a woman's knees. Well, that I suppose when we're talking pornography, yes, too much. But I movies cannot and be plays. tempted by a lower leg. <laughs> if you're in a darkened theater, out. if you're watching a movie or watching a play, no, no I think talking. the same thing as this. It's it's you are the audience. You be a polite audience member. I want to sit there perfectly still and perfectly quiet, and I yeah, I want to take it all in. I'm and I'm going to only say this a tad. I am a tad more lenient on the blackout scream a tad i still sure. prefer no scream i'm relieved when there isn't a big group scream i yeah, am too but, but okay that actually maybe you could argue adds a little something but it also is a little too showy for me they might be like uh seeking it by having that scream in there it's yeah. like all the voices going, Bean Bunny's up there. Like, they, it, it may be sort of, they want you to scream. But then there's also the people who get on and like, I'm going to shatter eardrums with my scream. Yes, that I don't care for because that just feels so performative and you're not trying to help anything other than just be like, let's yeah, see how loud and let's see if I can like, 
make a spectacle of my voice. Well, when it's adults, like when it's like teens or tweens, like I'm like, oh, you don't have empathy. Your brain is still growing. I can forgive it a little when it's like some dipshit, like 30 year old Orange County dude. And it's like you you have been on this before. You've done this a million times. Why are you chanting along? You weird man. I, not like us. Not like weird, us. There's nothing weird about the We're way we. polite weird men. And yelling on a podcast on a free Sunday they have to everybody shut up. Yeah, I mean, this is a cranky. <laughs> I wonder what the prevailing wisdom. I wonder if we've just lost like a third of our audience. And, like, we like chanting along. I wonder what the consensus is. I, I feel like think... I get the at least the. I feel like I have a sense of the Facebook group, and the, I think we're going to get a lot of support on this. I would think so. And hopefully, on Maleficent's, Maleficent's cheek. And well. I, I get it that there's some fun stuff that you want to. Since you go a lot to the parks, there's fun stuff to participate in. Like, I, I mean, if you liked, if your thing was singing It's a Small World in a tasteful manner, I find the song's playing. That's not my thing. Yeah. I'm just saying. Uh, I Sometimes I find myself, if I'm on Pirates, as we're going down, I'll just be like, dead man, tell no tales. Though, and this is for a Pirates episode, don't talk in the boat when you're before you have the waterfall. That, I've done it probably once or twice of my hundred times I've been on it. But there are people full on conversations when you're going into the into the they dark area. They consider that the pre-show. It's like checking your phone during the trailers. Yeah, but it's so mood setting. I told yeah. some people and to I be quiet sit- once because they were fucking <laughs> hammered. And my oh, family yeah, was visiting story. and then someone went to the bathroom afterwards and they this, these drunks were complaining that I told, can you believe that guy told us to be quiet? Like in the like quietest part of the ride. I would have like, loved to have seen that happen, uh, boy. I would not do that. I don't think unless it was like total, tr- truly like out of control. Um, but there's mood, mood, mood. That place sets a mood. The Haunted Mansion surely sets the mood. Mm-hmm. And it's like, let's all let's all be present. I think there let's are conversation all... rides. I think on the train you can talk on the people mover. You can talk. Sure. Um, yeah. And I, you can look as long as you're not shouting on the ride, the Haunted sure. Mansion. And also when we're walking in the hall talk at a normal volume sure, that's yeah. fine i'm yes. not saying like we have to during be the portraits uh right i'm just saying there's plenty of times when i'm not we're not being insane yeah. it's just when that that specific thing happens and people talk and again i have noticed it's gone way down because i think it's bothered the employees and they start they've started saying don't talk mm-hmm. yes in character Yes. They will say it. Also, I should say, if you are a child and you are scared, by all means, do what you have to do. Like, do if you are a scared child. If you're child, a child listening you are to our podcast. Because you are scared by the ghosts and the hanging skeleton. Please, yes, go nuts. Uh, I, I do not judge a child. I would being love scared to see you place. shout a child down for <laughs> No, I'm saying I would narrating. never do that. I like, don't know, but what I if he was a loud a... child? What if he was hammered? You know what I do? <laughs> I, I just hang back at the loading. I just slow my walk and mm. I let them, I let a bunch of cars, I let them go first, mm-hmm. get a bunch of cars in between, solve the problem without any conflict. Here's what I'll say if you want, I will approve. If say you're like Disneyland, it's very empty and maybe you're in there with just like a group of your friends. This happened maybe once or twice. Have a little fun there. There's not a lot of other folks there. That's a unique situation, obviously. And I think like if it was a group of maybe like six or seven of us and one of us had a killer idea for a bit or a, a joke, go for it. That's fun. I'm just saying that when it's packed in there, there's no reason. That's the show. Enjoy the show. Yeah. We're not the show. 
And that's the podcast, The Ride and Truth. And that's our truth. Hot take. About that situation. Yeah. Um, so that being said, the stretching room. The stretching room. Uh, well, can so- we go back? There was going to be, uh, they, they toyed apparently, did you see this with the ghost host in the foyer having a talking like bust? Oh, Like, it was not going to just be a narration. There was going to be a little figure. Really? Oh, that's interesting. That would, like, have moved its mouth with Paul Frees' narration. Whoa, whoa. Well, and I guess there's that thing as well, is, like, what is the ghost host? Because some people think it's the bird, it's the raven. Uh, Yeah. I guess it is. I guess it's the body that's hanging. I mean, it's my, yeah, that's him. That, I think, has been, so that that was their, like, we don't like to call that hanging man Master Gracie because he didn't commit suicide, he was murdered. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, we can assume, yes, as the ghost host tell us, his way out. (laughs) Yeah. So, but what is he to any of this is the question. Does it matter? Is he just a ghost who's around? Yeah, well, the ghost host is, uh, shoot, am I I wrong about this? The ghost host supposedly is the one playing the piano in the attic. Oh, I think I caught that. That's that's in right, right. The, the shadow playing the, the piano. Shat, right, yes. It's like remember that effect in the in the when the piano is being played right. by itself, which is very similar but to the effect the in Pirates. But not the organ at the party. No, no, it's in okay. the attic, I believe. I'll double check this right I've, now. There's... I've seen this as well. Okay, yes. so that makes me feel better about that information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That minus. Okay. I think <laughs> the kind of like rumors and urban legends and stuff is so correct is so diegetic to this ride because that's what happens with haunted houses or abandoned houses like oh did you hear that well you know what really happened there it all makes sense it just adds to the the legend that of you this aren't ride. quite yeah it's like you a real murder sure. house we're like oh yeah oh, i think it's this no the husband did this no 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 this guy crazy guy came in yeah it's like yeah. It, it is an urban and movie. i think like leaving it a little open to interpretation adds some joy i feel like everything is like you know double checked t's crossed i's dotted nowadays there's like so Mythology, much less really they, yeah. if it was made nowadays it'd be like okay well let's write out all 999 ghosts let's figure out how they all got there and it's mm-hmm. like fuck off no it's a it's a house full of I ghosts know. i prefer this too and making yeah. up mythology as you go um let's talk about the portraits we got a yes we got a girl on a tightrope and as we go downward we see that. There's an alligator, and, and these are guests. Her. Is that that's that, is that I, right? I don't know. Am I wrong? There are people who've stayed at the mansion in various times. Are some of our guests in their more yes. corruptible? These are some mortal. of our guests. So oh, this is I a, see. Oh, that's a line in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah so these, this is like sort of a, a warning, essentially, to mm-hmm. us. Yeah, because yeah. I was a little bit even though that's in the narration, there I was be a little an ironic thing beneath us. Yes, that we don't know about. Or, but we're all, also like all of these people. Well, all of these people, except for the woman on the gravestone, are going to die, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Because I've always did. I always read. She, to- I feel like that one is revealing, like she killed I the see. husband. You're right. Yeah, like, that's- like they all, all of the stretching portraits add information. Uh, and yeah, and in that, yeah, I guess in some cases they're going to die and they don't know it. In other cases, oh, this person is a murderer, uh, right? So this is supposed to like be a kooky way to scare us, and not the originals. What we look at now are right. not the original paintings. These have been updated over the years and kind of have gotten more lifelike. Okay. But they're the same the idea. Same idea. Yeah. yeah. 
Are these, the I believe, are the paintings that uh, Raleigh Crump drew originally, and Mark Davis said, no, that's no good. I'll redraw them. Whoa. <laughs> wow. But other people have redone them since. Well, they got that sense of humor, the Mark Davis. They're the Mark yes. Davis thing. It is funny, because like they talk, we've, we talked about this in the you know last episode last year. Uh, it's Claude Coates versus Mark Davis. Claude Coates wanted it to be creepy, a little more traditionally like a haunted house. Mark Davis, very whimsical characters, big, fun, silly things. And the uh, kind of their backgrounds. Claude Coates, a background painter. Yes, yes. Uh, Mark Davis, yeah, as you said, character designer. Yeah. But uh, yeah, early on, we have a big dose of character and silly. Yes. And it's like the first half of the half-ish, maybe more of the mansion is more Claude Coates. But you get a little of your Mark Davis in this room. Yeah. Like yeah, that's the most, time. I'm trying to think what the next Mark Davis-y thing is. I'm sure he had plenty to do with everything, but. Mm-hmm. But especially like the, the graveyard at the end. But yeah, and of course. Yes. But this is like of the like first silly thing. But it's yeah. still in the tone of we're trying to scare you. Yeah. Well, and almost a lot of them are like not funny with it when you look at it at first. And then sure. the stretching reveals the fu- that's sort of, it's sort of in keeping with the theme of uh, scary, but then surprisingly silly. Right. And of course, you know, and, and really, I think with silly, if you took out man with no pants on dynamite, guy, dynamite guy, it would like if I'm looking at all four of them and if if this was gone. It would look a lot less silly. I think no pants man with boxer shorts on does read and make the whole thing sillier. Sure. It's yeah. still silly, but boxer shorts, striped boxer shorts. It's a comedy move. Comedy move. Comedy yes. classic. Classic. Sure. Like um, vaudeville ass move. The name of that man. Do we know the name offhand? I don't know where I found this. So I don't know. this is where I yeah this starts to get interesting. Go ahead. Well, the na- the name of the guy Stu we reveal is standing on top of dynamite. His name is Alexander Nitrikov. <laughs> I did so not know see that. that. I don't know. Forget where I found that. I found it last year. But uh, next time you go on there, tell your well, whisper to your friend or loved one that there is Alexander Nitrikov. <laughs> And, that, and and very few. This will come up later, but not very many names. Uh, there's all these characters, but almost none of them have specific names. So that's actually a rare one. Not very many, but I think over the years they've been like giving backstories here and there. Were like in additions. Oh, mm-hmm. this edition references this character who we gave a background to that didn't have one before. Right, like the bride with the knacks is Constance Hatchaway. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then there's I like think that's right. 11 different they sold, they were selling around the mansion time, they were selling 11 different like spirit jars. So they had 11 different characters. So you had your hitchhiking ghosts and you had your hat box, but then like Constance Hatchaway Constance and all these Hatchaway. other ways. Now that's where characters. it starts to get like pins. They I've sold pins of like Fun. the changing portrait hmm. that either said the ghost host or master. Gra- it said something that people had assumed over the years and yeah. Imagineers were like, let it slide. But we didn't approve that. Okay. Like, so the mythology people are inventing their own mythology. Yes. Mm-hmm. Again, time. urban legends, rumors, and stuff. Those three guys in the quicksand, they don't got names. No, I, yeah, I didn't see. We know the husband is George because we see his mm-hmm. tombstone. Yeah. Um, anyway, these are wonderful. I realize that these are sort of like, it's it's the, uh, really what it is, is an opposite direction mad fold-in. Where oh, that's yeah. long right. And then this is sliding down and revealing info. But right at the time, the peak of Mad Magazine, like very clear, like great, like really good comical illustration. <laughs> They're sort of like oddly similar, mm-hmm. super detailed and great character design. Yeah. Um, the 
room itself. One of the early like pieces of trivia that's fun is how in Disneyland it the you know the question is this haunted room actually straight? Wait, no, that doesn't answer the question. It's in Disneyland. You are going down. It's an elevator. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, you are descending, and the top of uh, the top of the room stays where it is. You're when you walk into the room, you're right next to the uh, the hanging ghost host. You yes. just don't realize yeah. it's like right on top of you. In uh, Disney World, they kept the effect, and Tokyo they kept the effect, but it's the ceiling that goes up. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, and which that was all a mind blow to me as a kid. Um, and like having like guessing and seeing if you can tell, and uh, mm-hmm. but you know you can tell because you feel yourself moving in Disneyland, but it's all to get you out and under the berm. The, um, but it's I cool pre- that they recreated the same effect, but did it opposite. Yeah, because like so. And I'm assuming uh, this, I'm sure I'm assuming I'm right. Uh, I remember, I'm sure I've talked about this in the show when I was in Pirates. I truly up until a couple of years ago, didn't realize that Pirates, the ride itself, the majority of it in Disneyland is sea level is the normal land. And when you enter, you're, of course, entering up on the second or whatever you'd maybe even third story. I don't know what you would call it necessarily. And then all of that is built up. New Orleans Square is built up on top of mm-hmm. where the earth was when they started building. I was like, oh, yeah, of course it is. They didn't dig. In my brain, I was like, they must have dug under and made this whole thing here. This sort of impossible architecture dawned on me, and I, I'm sure I learned this at some point, but it freaked me out this week when I saw the diagram. This little purple box is the uh, foyer and the stretching room. This is all that exists in right. the facade. The facade wow. you look at of the mansion is just the stretching room and Which the is foyer. What, it's like a tenth of the lay of the land. Maybe uh, not even. Maybe not even. Yeah, there is yeah, the massive show building behind it that you never see from in front of the mansion, where is, all the ride is. It is so odd that you. I don't. I didn't think about that up until a few years ago. Also. Yeah, I didn't really think about it. Like I knew it must, of course, be bigger somehow. But how many people go in there and walk into this mansion and go like, "Oh, we're in this elevator," okay, and never think about the fact that it has to it has to be that big. Mm-hmm. But seeing, yes, as you're saying, seeing it blows your mind. You still are sort of picturing that you're going around different rooms of this house. Yeah, like okay, we're yeah. in the basement of this house. house. We're in a basement now. Yeah. When in fact, of course, I think just like pirates, I, th- I could be wrong. Is they just built the house up one story essentially like they did with all the different parts of new orleans square Mm -hmm. and then you're just taking an elevator down to like normal level and there's a massive unmarked show building behind it panic go away green oh yeah uh or the avoidable the color you don't know there was an even odder term for it online i forgot to write down i was like tata like there was some very (laughs) weird i was like that's never what i've heard it called um, there's another thing with the, with this effect where you, I saw it framed in some listicle, like when you're in that elevator, you're in a cage, essentially the fact that you're in, and I don't know whether the line was first or the technology was first, but that this room has no windows and no doors that partially comes from that. You're stepping into this just like octagon. I forget how many sides there are, but that you're like, uh, you know, extending a couple feet above your head. Uh, is this you're you're in this like brown space and that is if you weren't uh, like completely swallowed by that you'd be able to see the stretching of the walls better like it's Mm -hmm. like hiding the 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 descending essentially right Uh, um, so the yeah the like the with the no windows no doors makes that effects 
were. Yeah, it's all yeah. like sli- it's like not sleight of hand, but like a mis- magic misdirect. Yeah, all of it yeah. working together to like disorient you a little bit and distract yes, you a little and bit, and to make it so you don't know. You are in that thing going, how are we going to get out of here? And that when the lights go out and the fact that it is all around you, you like lose sense of direction. Yes. And you and you. So when a door does open and you have somewhere to go, you're like, wait, it's over there. But I came in that way. Yeah. I think it took me like 50, maybe not 50, but like 30 to 50 times on the Disneyland Haunted Mansion before I even fully was like, OK, now I know where the doors are because there's two different. Yes. yes, I figured that room. out this year. I, it's, I know, crazy, because I'm sure I've been in both of them, mm-hmm. but like it took me so many times yeah. doing it to go, okay, great. These two doors both open. They are two separate elevators, and I know yeah. which one, depending on I go in, and I know where the door will open up. And I know yeah. that I always rush to the back. Like if I go in the left one or the uh, or the right one, I know which way to go now to like get into the line faster. Yes, uh, but it took forever. Yeah. Because I was still disoriented by the it for years. trick they're saying, don't touch the walls. It's because they don't want people to happen to lean on the wall that's about to slide open yes. and eat oh. shit. Oh, like, that's why they say go to the dead center to of the, the dead room. center. Right, of the right, right. Yeah, that's- because I always thought it was like something like the wall was moving. And I was like, no, no, it can't because that section is all fixed. The section by the wall like is not actually moving. It's that part is going down with us. It's what you're saying. It's that there's a door. <laughs> And if yeah. somebody's leaning and gets comfortable and the thing slides open, they fall, That's right. a just fall right out. Yeah. I have to say this was definitely an early influence for me wanting like liking eccentric weirdos and flowery language because I mm. hated spelling tests, like spelling and definition tests in school. But as a kid, I knew uh uh, your cadaverous pallor betrays an aura of foreboding. Like I knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew. I knew what that meant. I was like, yeah, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm yeah. scared. Uh, mm-hmm. I was the same way with like. I, re- I remember asking my mom what all the words meant in Grim Grinning Ghosts because there's such yeah. like mm-hmm. hyper vocabulary in there. Uh, so yeah, it's it's educational. I I, I remember that feeling as a kid. Like I, that big crazy word. I gotta know what that means. Mm-hmm. Um, I cannot remember the ones in Grim Grinning Ghosts. Uh, uh, there's some there's some vocab yeah, in there. For I can't sure. remember anything off the top uh, of my head. I anymore. got really upset uh, uh, too recently. Uh, speaking about behaving like children, because uh, I was like, oh, Haunted Mansion was coming out. I should uh, drive down there and ride it, but I can't because it's Haunted Mansion holiday. Oh right, we're right. Oh, we don't. Don't even have time. We don't have time for that. Years away. Uh, <laughs> we'll do it after they stop doing Haunted Mansion Hall. Oh, yeah, yeah, it'll be gone. The year after they stop doing it, we'll do it. <laughs> um, the stretching. So the first part of the ride is a ride. I mean, it's an elevator. Yeah, and we're hoping that Rise of the Resistance is a similar thing, where like it's it's this multi part experience where the pre ride essentially is part of it too. Who yes. knows? We'll we'll find out. Yes, because Chapek said fifteen minutes of being chased around by Kylo Ren, but does he mean that's the actual? ride because i don't think you get chased until you're actually on no. that transport so mm. does he mean the ride itself is 15 minutes i hope he does or is the whole experience but it's the whole experience 15 minutes this is sort of the best case scenario on a mansion where it's like you don't even nobody's complaining i'm not on the ride yet because this thing like, right which is how you know how i feel doing the episodes mm-hmm. as well he's talking you're not about on the, the ride cool effects before you're though i wonder if we can get there still i the uh so uh, the 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 hanging is there much to say about that? Well, I think like 
Yeah, it is. We've talked about it. It is oddly, oddly the grim, I suppose. Yeah. Very dark. It's mm-hmm. it's an effect. I think I talked to, I for sure talked about this on both Haunt episodes that on the Knott's Scary Farm Maze, that's Paranormal Inc., is the, they have an effect right as the, at the end when you're in this hospital and they do a, like a light flicker and you just see sort of normal hallway and the lights flicker and all of a sudden you can see into hell. Uh-huh. You can see through the walls. Because it's you a see scrim a, thing. Yes. Yeah. You can see a demon coming at you. And I didn't put two and two together until doing some research and like, oh, that's what this is. And it's a very like old school analog, like it is. There's just nothing you, digital about it. You throw it's a like light, stagecraft. You throw a light on it, which is also how they do like the the rooms that you can't see in the Carousel of Progress. Like suddenly a light comes out. It was yes. just fabric, yeah. and now we turn a light on. And there's a whole other scene there we didn't even know about. But there's a trick to um, the wallpapers in the stretching room. The candy stripe wallpaper. Um, the the vertical lines make it feel much lar- even larger than it oh. is. And just as a kid, like the the breading, I don't know the candy stripe. Yeah, made it unnerving, made it like a scary circuit. Uh, something it was weird. Oh, a- sure. Another thing where it's just like it's fine, it's not going to hurt you, but it makes mm-hmm. you feel a little odd. So nothing in the uh, in this re- uh, um, the, the that that light comes on and the the lightning cues and like okay now you can see up there and you didn't realize there was this whole this whole hidden area the lighting in the stretching room is crazy because it being 360 there's nowhere to put lights so everything's lit by the candles and then you can't see up there like the the lightning up there it's like not as similar when we talked about the back to the future ride where you had to see all directions around you because it was this weird like almost Uh 360 way of shooting so everything has to be lit from within like there's nowhere to just like unlike small world where you can see the lights which i like there's right. nowhere to just hang a light anywhere in that so it all has to be practical and no it's a bunch of fucking goblins the, it's goblin yeah. statues oh, those holding are, yeah, candles. we haven't talked about that if, those are so cool yeah those are very cool um you can see if you look up i think you can kind of see the hanging guy a little bit mm-hmm. right when you enter now a little bit i have a question which is did he has was he in the mansion for many many years or was he only in that room for as long as we were and he was like fuck it that's it like 30 seconds and he's out (laughs) was he listening to a podcast that went on too long (laughs) really stretched out a lot of people are hanging themselves with their earbuds Uh free adnan adnan did nothing wrong (laughs) what was that why do they have so many why do they have extra feed drop episodes that are ads (laughs) too much um so uh, lightning uh, flashes you crash you are now the door swings open you're in this hold on a second yeah and we can tell me if this is too morbid mm-hmm. uh but it is fascinating in a very morbid way do you look at paul freeze's wikipedia do you see his cause of death listed no suicide fuck you're kidding it's really? not hanging it's like pills but Jesus. paul freeze died of suicide that Which will is be hard insane. to unheat learn. I know yeah. we're in that ride. I there did not know this until today. The guy who said it there's always my way. Is that is that not insane? I thought the Brigham Young stuff was weird <laughs> and like the um fucking Hearst Castle connection. Uh, uh let then, alone yeah, all Yale the, Gracie the, getting the Yale shot. Gracie and the Paul Free stuff is very morbid and even more <laughs> it's insane. God. I didn't I didn't that's in Wikipedia like that's that. a Wikipedia thing. Like I don't think 
I'm looking. I'm not looking at doom buggies and their yellow journalism. I'm not. Oh, you're looking at Wikipedia. They always are <laughs> liable. Yeah, yeah. But still, I mean, insane. I mean, ah, oh, fuck. Oh, I don't no. know how you top that. R.I.P. Yeah, I know. Well, we could just be done. We don't have to. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I although ending on such a grim note. Um, what I do mean, we? What do we think? We're do out we, of the facade. We made it out. We made we're, it out. We're we, on the lower we level. We should. We'll go through this. Ro- <sighs> well, let's, just do it. let's do it. Let's do it. Because that was such a morbid there's not that way much to, to say. There. There's, there's not the a portrait. Ton. We got room? portraits. Let's go. What oh, do we got? There is a lot Come in there. On. But we have, let's a do lot. It. we have like we have like go, the first go, two go, hours. Portraits. Okay. First of all, get the water out of your mouth. We're walking through. First of all, the fact that it's you know it's a rain thunderstorm down there. Uh, in the windows, simple, effective, sure, truly makes me forget what the weather outside was. Not that I, I know it's not a thunderstorm, but truly like mood yeah. atmosphere. There's nothing fake about it. Yeah. to me when I'm down there, true, really, really great. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, and on Jason? your right, cool portraits, cool portraits. Now this is you are under the railroad tracks. This mm. room exists for Literally practical under, reasons. Yeah. Yes, to get you from the uh basement of the facade building into uh underneath the railroad tracks. Oh, so just that part is under yeah you are Whoa. literally going under the tracks okay and i i honestly am not sure at what point you step from under tracks into exact show building mm-hmm. um but you are underground that's why the ride the doom buggies go up Oh, the stairs. Okay, okay. To get uh uh back to sure. and you level. go up a ramp at the end. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I didn't. I, I will think about the next that next time I'm on. That yeah, you're right under the train. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. This is kind of a holdover from like when the whole place was going to be a walkthrough. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but this solves yeah, the problem. Yeah, and those effects. And yeah, we talked a little about the bus and stuff. I, I now why can't I picture? Okay, you got like a Cleopatra kind of. What, what are notable? You've, you've got them in front of you. Are they, are well, like these are some of the older uh, sketches. Of, Here's of, the, do we have stuff. favorites of these of the of the paintings? Well, there's like the cat lady. Yeah. I mean, the old guy, the Dorian Gray kind of old guy. The you cat lady doom, is so odd. You have doom buggies open and uh, the cat flashing between the two. Well, the ship. I, I think the ship is a highlight. And we, there's a, there's recreate. There's things very much like this in Club Thirty Three, which is a cool secret to discover when you're in there, and that we're spoiling for you. Um, yeah, the cat lady for whatever reason, that's the one that always sticks out in my memory of Do it. Do these but... paintings remind you a little bit of like black velvet paintings, like uh, uh, sexy seventy? <laughs> Honestly, the paintings remind me of the video, your Adam West video. Oh hey, I hold paintings with Adam West. Look, Check it out on that uh, on my YouTube because Funny and I went away, so I put it on <laughs> right. my channel. Yeah. Um, sure. Are there actually are there I hold paintings in the high mission? It's a good question. You would think there would be. It's such an old time gag. In all these types there of are, things, there is that in the film. I'll say uh-huh. that in the haunted in the Eddie Murphy movie, which is a whole other thing. Mid, yeah, um, but yeah, of all the weird effects, and the that bus. was certainly a Disney inspired thing. But the um, bus kind of serve a similar purpose. Oh, they they you. follow you absolutely. And we talked yes. about that last time. How that's a reverse thing. You're like looking into a sculpture. A lot of people were like, "How did they not know that?" Well, we didn't. And I feel like one person said that, but I lot, still a lot, a lot of people are saying. But as soon as you said that, though, a lot that of was, people are saying <laughs> that was my memory of someone like making fun of us for not knowing that effect. It makes a lot of sense, you. but I didn't know it either. Um, this is unique. Again, this is all necessity at Disneyland. At Disney World. 
world. You come out of the stretching room and you are right there. You get on yes. your doom buggy right Which there. Which is why, and some of these, the busts are on the ride. Yes, they are on the ride. The, and I, now let's talk about this. I think that, uh, you know, you can say things you like or don't like, better or worse, Disney World, Disneyland. I think the first couple, the beginning of the ride uh, in Disney World and, and Tokyo, which are pretty similar, I think is a little superior because I think the probably due to space issues um, that they do throw you right into it. I like and I think this very the very first room is kind of the most underwhelming route, like the load area. Well, because there's sort of just nothing. Yes. And this is what you will hear this if you I was referenced earlier that season pass episode about Haunted Mansion. Mm. Tony Baxter says when Haunted Mansion, the movie was happening there's some sort of conservatory scene setting yeah there was a plan in place to put that setting in the load area of haunted mansion now is that like staircases and I'm trying uh, to, I, I, um usually like if you think if picture the movie clue it's kind of like a conservatory like um, i think that's what conservatory like maybe I, I could be getting uh, my, glass glad of glass okay. uh, everywhere i could gotcha. be getting this wrong but i'm pretty sure i'm right but it, it's it's some scene from the haunted that mansion it's like a weird prominent location location in the haunted mansion movie well i guess i guess what scott is saying i'm just saying i think that at least tony and other imagineers had identified that as the weak a weak scene yeah which is a little better in disney world in tokyo and way better in phantom manor like that space where you get on the doom buggies yes and and it's a thing that i like about haunted mansion holiday that big that big tableau of all the characters yes it's Um, fun it's very fun it makes that that really livens the room up um so that is if i could say you know i'll uh uh i'll I'll throw shade on this ride here and there i like that tony's identified that i think that is one weak spot Mm -hmm. uh and i and i also i don't think it's better or worse i like the the bus that follow you either way but it is cool to see there's like a library room you go library through or just filled with them yes right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Disney World, which I, I do like so this that maybe disney world may have the edge for those first couple rooms and then it becomes pretty identical yeah there's uh, a, the yeah. ride itself the differences are more outside and uh, right um uh, there's this disneyland or this this haunted mansion book uh jason sorrell wrote or put together uh, that is very cool. We've mentioned it last time, but that's yes, where a yeah, lot of yeah. the information is coming from. Shout out to that book. Yeah. A lot of cool other things that didn't make it on the ride, like this, like, uh, why can't I think of... Uh, Medusa. High, Medusa, thank yes. you. Yes. Isn't uh, that on there? Th- that's in the portrait. Yeah. Is it in there? Yeah. yeah. What am Her, I misremembering? Right? Am I, this? Yeah, that's on there. At the oh, she looks a little gift. different. Yeah. Okay, okay. But this she's, she's not wearing a yellow dress. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> More um, but there's cool stuff we, that isn't in there. This is scary. Yeah. Skeleton horse, it seems like. Yes, the skeleton horse is cool. Skeleton horse is in there. It looks like one of those body world things yeah. that Eva told us is uh, oh, organ yeah. harvesting. Prison, yeah. Um, <laughs> Political prisoners. Um, okay. This feels like... Uh, well, we're coming let, towards an I'm end. Gonna, I'm gonna get to. I'm gonna get to my goal. So you're around. You're you're around the corner. We've talked about those stanchions. The stanchions are cool. Yes, very cool. Uh, uh, the bats. You, those yeah. are fantastic. I'd love to have one. But Tactile, we went to. The, I like to touch those. Yeah, and they're dirty as shit. But they're, I like to touch them. I know. I get over a little bit of germophobia. But they with age those. beautifully. They aged gold. Whoa. Yeah. Like as you rub it, the gold like if you see statues that people rub for good luck, that mm-hmm. part wears away to gold. Oh, and that f- the final one they said is like especially everybody touches oh, the yeah. last one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um 
and then you step onto a moving walkway. Mm-hmm. We step off to the right. Mm-hmm. You sit down in your doom buggy, mm-hmm. and we're on the ride. We made it. We made we're it on made the it. ride. Wow. A little under two hours. Yes. In under two hours, maybe mm-hmm. more with ads. Holy shit. We did it. And, and you know what? Let's even go a little bit further. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right. Oh, whoa, well, a little whoa. bit further. You've Let's already, go out on a high We've note. already compromised. Let's go, <laughs> Let's go out on a high because we're sitting in the thing and we're moving forward mm-hmm. and we want to reach forward and we want to pull that lap bar down. No, no, and no. And then the ghost toast pops in. We haven't heard him since the elevator and he tells us, no, 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 I will lower it for you. One of the coolest moments. Yeah, and uh, I will then add, and then the sexy Spanish ghost host comes in. (laughs) Yes, that is in my notes. I want to compliment the Spanish ghost host very much, an unsung hero. He, and that's this is where we're going to end it, but he is, uh, look, you know, when you're doing something that's been done already, you don't want to do the same thing, which so I appreciate not doing a Paul Freeze impression. Mm -hmm. He decided to go very sexy with it, and it is, it is truly. Brazos. (laughs) I love, like, maybe even as much as, as iconic is all the Paul Freezes to me. I'm a big fan of Manos Brazos. Mm-hmm. He, he is so excited. He's like he's like a, a like a soccer announcer. Yeah. Yes. So excited. EPA Superanos? Is that what he says? I guess, yeah, yeah. But though, and those are good, but it doesn't have quite the gusto. Manos, Manos. Brazos. Mm-hmm. I, he's having so much fun. There's a coziness to that, too. I don't know what it is. Because you, as you're going up, I'm just like, yeah. Like, you feel like a little, like, warm you're on the ride it just happened yeah no, i associate I sexy you, you you get like he's like zor he's like antonio banderas yeah um swarthy yeah you're in good hand like if you got rescued by that guy oh. if you were in some peril and then that guy swung down on a rope i'd love it we and, should really find you, like, out did a calm sea voyage with him back to your home <laughs> We will find out we'll spend a year researching it and the first thing next year is we will find out that gentleman's name who did the Spanish ghost? And that's how we'll lead off next year's episode with. Yeah. Let's so just, we should just open it with just saying it before we say anything else. Okay. Just like, I'll set a reminder to myself to do that. Yeah. In a year. Sure. We're at John Collins. John Collins. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's John Collins. Probably not John let's Collins. Let's just that. Mayamo John Collins. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so we'll kick it off with a band. We'll find out his name and we'll shout it. So tune in next year. And until then, you survived Hauntcast. The Fright Haunted Mansion 2. Guys, we got there. I'm wow. so happy to be on the ride. Wow. Wow. We I didn't think did we'd it. do it. If just with a little bit of uh, discipline and love, we, we we made it there. Love, And now Scott. we just love, love Scott. Uh, I'm very excited to go on this ride with you in 2020. <sighs> How many rooms per episode? I wonder. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, recapping, recapping the foyer stretching room in Portrait Hall will take 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, things mm-hmm. we missed. And how grim, we for speaking sure of grim, yeah. how grim will the uh, the uh, 2020 election be? We will be in the thick oh, of. Oh, my God. You're uh, right. Even, uh, like 10 times worse election oh, cycle. Yeah, you're So right. we're going to need that to cheer us up. Because uh, it's going to be, it's going to be bad. Yeah. So, so a little f- message to us then, hang in there, unless Trump just like f- died like you died in Jason's scenario, if he just like fell and hit his head because mm-hmm. a dog was under him. Yeah. That could happen too. You never yeah, know. Anything's possible. Anything's and then he'll possible. have a fun tombstone. 
Um, well, hang in there, future Mike Scott and Jason. And uh, hey, next uh, week, one more installment of Haunt Cast the Fright the Cemetery Gate. On the, yeah, so if you go behind the cemetery gate. Mm-hmm. On the Patreon, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, there's a little bit more, and as we said, it's uh, it's uh, it's uh, 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 haunted mansion related, and uh, yeah, or, so no, which, two two wait, the I week of the twenty eighth, one day, the week of the twenty eighth. I think on Halloween, right? Probably. Oh yeah, probably. I, will, I, that think, that's, I think that falls on a Wednesday, yeah. so that's all right. So there's a little there's a little bit more left, but as uh, and that's at Patreon.com/slash/podcast, right? With there's three bonus episodes every month, uh, mm-hmm. but for regular us, main feed us. We're heading to Chicago, fellas. Yeah, see us tomorrow. Oh, my guess. Some people are here today and Friday. If you're listening Saturday morning and it just came out, come on out to Chicago. Homecoming for our our big boy. That's right. That's where I'm from. Our large son. Our large son. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, well, we're looking forward to it. We'll see you there. And uh, happy hauntings, everybody. Let's uh, let's go on this ride next year. Goodbye. Bye. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Engineered and mastered by Alex Sarchet. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. <laughs>